and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. Merry Christmas. Hopefully you enjoyed your day. Hopefully your family didn't get on your nerves too much and everything's all good. But thank y'all for being here. You guys are probably all over the place, but I'm glad you're right here with me tonight live on the show. Definitely appreciate y'all for that. We got quite a few topics on deck for tonight. We got to talk about the Trump versus Candace Owens video. Well, not really versus, just like there was some interesting things said during that interview between Trump and Candace Owens. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, we got to talk about the former Minneapolis police officer, Kim Potter, being found guilty of uh, manslaughter. I think it was two counts of manslaughter and the shooting death of Dante Wright. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, shout out to the Philly house rep. We got ourselves carjacked and broad daylight right after an event in Philly. Oh, we got to defund the police all this day and the third. Well, why are we going to defund the police when you can't keep your own self safe? How are you going to be a U.S. house rep? Not even a state local rep, a U.S. house rep and cannot protect yourself. What's going on? We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, shout out to Joe Biden getting trolled on some kind of live stream, live call answering Santa Claus calls and then the person was saying hey say let's go Brandon he's like yeah let's go Brandon how about it we'll talk about all those things and a whole lot more on tonight's episode of ABL live and I appreciate y'all again Merry Christmas you see I got I got my green right I got my green and then I got the the background with the the red and the sparkles and the snowflakes it's it's something festive right just just for y'all so hopefully you guys are enjoying your day whether you celebrate or not, we say Merry Christmas around these parts. If you get other holidays to celebrate, if you're celebrating Hanukkah, La Dorvador, La Chaim, if you're celebrating Kwanzaa, not Kwanzaa, that's not. If you're celebrating, um, what's the what's the other one? It's you got um Hanukkah. Is there a is there a Muslim one? Not Kwanzaa. It's something else. I'm not sure. I don't know all the things. All I know is Hanukkah and Christmas. I think there was one more, but I don't know. But whatever you do, if you're Muslim, Assalamu Alaikum, all that good stuff. Um, inshallah, whatever you got going on is all good, but definitely first and foremost, Merry Christmas. Um, have you had any kind of conversations today with a family member or friend during Christmas that kind of went left that, that kind of went weird? You see me personally, is it, is it Ramadan? I don't think Ramadan is happening right now. Is it? But maybe I'm wrong. Festivus. Yeah. Shout out to Festivus. Hanukkah, Eid, Eid Mubarak. That's not that's not right now, is it? I think Eid Mubarak is like the end of Ramadan. You know what? I might I might try I might try Ramadan, not in the religious sense, but I might try to do that fasting. See how long I last. I had a teacher back when I was in school, like high school. Um, he was black, but he was a Muslim, like not like Nation of Islam Muslim, but a for real Muslim. Okay, and he uh practiced the fasting. Like you can't eat before you, you can't eat after sunrise and before sunset. Like he was struggling during class, you know, it's about two o'clock. You've not had any food all day except for really early in the morning, no food or drink. That's very difficult. Shout out to everybody out there, whatever you got going on, but whatever you got going on is Christmas time right now. So Merry Christmas. And, um, there, there's a whole lot going on. Um, Oh, to talk about Christmas first, have you had a weird uh, talk today with a family member? See, one thing, one of my rules is that I do not discuss politics with family unless I feel like it's it's safe. You understand? Like, prime example, 
I've been around family members and I don't say anything. I, I never bring, I never bring it up because one of my rules is that I don't, I don't bring up politics with family or anything like that because I feel like it's unfair for me to comment on it when I have an adversarial point of view, because I'm involved with it every day and I'm not trying to embarrass anyone or make anyone feel small. You understand? I'm not, I have no reason to do that. It's just like, if you are a, like, if you're a pro ball player, right. And a little kid comes up to you trying to like play one-on-one, just playing around and you dunk on them. It's like, I'm not trying to dunk on a little kid, you know, he, he on the ground, falling the basketball, hitting him in the head. He's crying. Mommy, mommy, don't do me. I ain't trying to do all that. You know, that's not necessary. That's not nice. So I keep my mouth shut. However, when a family member is a little bit informed and they're cool and they, they kind of break the ice and I feel like the coast is clear, I might, you know, sit my toe on the water right quick to give my two cents. Then at that point, it's on. It's on at that point. And, you know, it's cool. I never had a problem where it was a big blow up or a dust up. I kind of like, I read the room. You understand? If people, if people got their mask on and they're talking about getting vexed, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Matter of fact, if people are wearing masks and they vexed and that's a part of the requirement to come to the event, I'm, I'm not even going to do it. I'd be like, look, man, um, I got, I got band practice. Um, I got to practice my bowling ball techniques in my backyard. I'm sorry, man. I'm busy. I got too much going on. You know, I gotta, um, I gotta raise these, uh, pit bull puppies in the backyard and sell them on a black market in a couple of days and they got to get fed, man. So I got to, I can't really make it to your event for Christmas. I'm sorry. That'd be how I would carry it if I was required to wear a mask and vax. I've not had that problem with any kind of family event talking about, oh, you got to have the vax. Nobody's really on that. Obviously my family is black. I have some white family, you know, that married into it, but they are kind of down with the, the, the so-called culture as well. Um, so the vaccine thing is not really big in the black community. So I've not had that problem, but I have heard people that are, um, different races say that their family required the vax before they came to the, to the dinner or today to their house to open up gifts in front of me, ma and whatnot. Now, have you guys had that problem? Because that's crazy. That's, that's totally just above and beyond. And in my humble opinion. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't read your name right here. S five zero zero says I dunk on everyone, old man, little boy, girl, grandma. I dunk on them. <laughs> I, you know, I ain't gonna do all that. I, I'll try to be cool. I'll try to be nice. I'm not gonna just embarrass everybody in a you know in, in a political argument. That's just not really what I meant to. So yeah, some of you guys saying yes, you gotta have the the vax and the mask and stuff like that. <laughs> Mister Hanky says number one rule in Fight Club. You don't talk about pol politics with family. Uh, there you go. Uh, I'm with you. Steven said, my family already disowned me. That's crazy. I I've had a problem with some family kind of feeling weird about what I do. But after I stood my ground, I gained respect afterward. But it was kind of contentious. And I can see how I might go all the way left to where there's no communication. And that's really unfortunate. But uh, you know, you, you lose some family a, a little bit, maybe like one or two people and some friends, but you gain more after you just, when you, when you really are just yourself and you being yourself, you gain more in my humble opinion. Okay. Wait a minute. John man says, I saw a, a church congregation sitting outside in 28 degree weather eating Christmas dinner. And that's crazy. 
How are you going to enjoy your cranberry sauce in 28 degrees? That's going to freeze right on up. That, that's going to freeze right on up. So what's really going on? It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's not really that's that's not really the wave at all. Stay home alone. Uh, no, no vax. Hey, it's all good. You know, do whatever you do. You know, do whatever you do. As long as you're here and you're kicking, it's all it's all good. Test one two three says proof of negative was required by some relatives. That's that's wild. And my thing is, it's like, all right, what's to prevent me from? Providing a fake uh, negative test. I give you a Vax car. I get straight from China. I saw a story on the news. I was reading it. And they said that somebody got sent. Well, somebody ordered a passport holder from Amazon. Not the passport itself, obviously, but the passport holder. They ordered that from Amazon and they came with a fake vaccine card. <laughs> and I was like, why would you tell? Like, can I get the can I get the link? Not for me. I just want to see if I actually had it because I would never, ever use a fake Vax card. That's illegal. That's not right. Shame on you, whoever did that. But anyway, why tell and why not just, you know, shoot the link to somebody to see if it's real rather than going to the federalities, a.k.a. the mainstream media? That was crazy. But yeah, but my whole thing about family members is what's to prevent me from providing a fake Vax card or something to that extent? I can make it on my, like, I'm a graphic designer. I can just make it in Photoshop right quick. I can see what a real one is, look at it, uh, make it up, print it on my printer right here, and be like, yo, there it go. I print it on, on regular copy paper. <laughs> you know, like I got, like I'm about to print a research paper. I give you that and be like, all right, take that. This whole thing is so dumb. It's so dumb. But um, hopefully you guys have enjoyed your uh, Christmas day. You know, it's, it's been real cool for me, been real relaxed, been real chill. Um, S4 says, some dumb news network suggested appetizers and testing in the garage to gain entry. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw that as well. It was like, really? In in a garage? I'm not going to the garage. I'm sorry. It's just not going to be what it is. Okay. So you said, my, my family don't, my, they, they, they're bad A. They're bad A. They don't care. They aren't scared. There you go. 100%. But um, hold on. There was, um, speaking about the Vex, somebody said get off it, but I'm going to stay on it for a minute, so you just got to hang tight with me. Um, have you seen the, the symptoms of Omicron? And pardon me if I already have shown you guys this. Uh, I know all you guys don't catch all of the, the, the videos I do, but have you seen the symptoms of Omicron? It's like, come on, what are we doing? It's talking about like runny nose, um, coughing. Hold on, I'm gonna put it back on the screen. I know I played it all, I know I've shown it already, but I'm gonna show it one more time just to kind of bring that point clean on home. Okay, matter of fact, here it is. Boom. Now, come on, really? What they say, runny nose, headache, fatigue, sneezing, and sore throat. Is this the the big bad uh, Omicron? Is is this it? Really? And you know what else I saw? They said you cannot tell the difference between this and the common cold without a test. So <laughs> if you can't tell if you got a cold or not, what's the point of getting tested? You may have a common cold and then they kick back Omicron. 
I mean, it might not be right. It might be a false positive. If it's a cold and that's what it feels like, that's what the symptoms are, then what's the point of having all this? They're talking about, oh, we got to shut everything down again and uh, we got to restructure how we do things and we got we to gotta get a new vex out there. What? For, like, there's no vex for the common cold. So why would it be a vex for this? Get you some Robitussin, some Vicks Vapor Rub, throw it on your chest, lather on your chest, right? Lay in the bed. Like when I was a little boy, if I had a runny nose, I'm snot nose or whatever, what am I do? Take out this Vicks Vapor Rub, put it right here in your chest, give you some, some, some NyQuil or them little tablets. I forget what they were. Give you those, some chicken noodle soup, or if you fancy nowadays as an adult, you get some pho from the Vietnamese restaurant. You know what I'm talking about? Get some of that hot pho. Some little robotism, knock it right on out. Matter of fact, if you really want to be fancy, go to a sauna and sweat real hard. That'll just, it'll just knock it right out. Exercise, get your heart rate up. Be sweating a whole lot. Be really warm and you'll be good money. You're good money. So it's like at a certain point, we're going to go all the way back to square one where if you have some kind of sniffle, you, you just get some chicken noodle soup and lay down for a couple of days and you'd be good to go. Good to go. Right, so it's like, what's really going on? It's the craziest thing in the world. Alex Jones is always right. Shout out to Alex Jones. Big up to him, 100%. But yeah, I mean, this whole thing with the, the, the Vax is crazy in the, in, the, in the virus. And I've also seen that quite a few flights have been either delayed or canceled today and yesterday as well. They're talking about Oh, well, it's because of the new Omicron, right? The Omicron is out. People are getting sick, so they can't come to work. It's like, really? You can't work with a, with a sniffle? Is that it? Or how about this? Or maybe um, people just didn't want to come in because they want to stay home for Christmas. They want to be with their friends and family. And they're using the Omicron as an excuse. We see that there's labor shortages all over the place. You get mandates happening. Plus, you have people just say, you know what? I'm overworked. It's too much. I want to go back to the crib, so I'm going to call off sick. I'm going to say I got the bug, so they're not really going to challenge me. If you call your job and say, you know what, I got the bug, I got to stay home, are they going to be like, no, nah, come on in? They're going to be like, nope, all right, it's okay, stay where you at. If you call them and say, hey, I have the cold, they might say, you need to come to work. If you call them and say, hey, I broke my leg, hey, man, come to work, get you some crutches and a splint and a cast and come on through, man. We don't got no time for the nonsense. Uh, Send that counter. Matter of fact, get a stool. I've seen people at, at, at their jobs, like as a cashier, with a broken leg or some kind of splint on their foot, some kind of uh, foot boot. You know, one of them big space boots where you might sprain your ankle or something like that. They'd be with those at their job with a stool at their cashier stand. Okay, so you might much around to be injured. You're still coming to work, right? You're not getting time off. But, hey, man, I got the bug. I got Omicron. <clears throat> you know, all right, man, stay home. Don't worry about it. Just don't even... Don't, don't even come in. Just stay where you at and it's all good, right? That's probably what's going on. So I think at a certain point, people are going to say, you know what? Th these mandates are coming. They're going to they're gonna come to an end. I think I saw Delta. Uh, they're talking about having the mandates. They're wanting the mandates to come to an end. And the thing about being on the airplane is that they filter the air in the cabin every two to four minutes. So you're safer in the cabin of an airplane. You're safer there than you would be in a, in a restaurant or something like that. Okay. If you're going to a Chick-fil-A and you're eating right there, that's nowhere near as safe as an airplane. 
cabin because they filter the air. Okay, like they actually the the whole purpose, like the whole system, is to have fresh air constantly. So people just do silly things that don't make any sense. But it is what it is. I think people they feel comfortable. They they feel like they're safe because the media said so. The media can tell you anything. People will just believe it. And that's a good segue into um, the Trump and Candace Owens interview. I'm going to get straight to that particular thing because this has been really controversial and I'm not necessarily sure I understand why. I understand why it's controversial. Please don't misunderstand me. I understand that people did not necessarily like what Trump said about the the bug and the, the vax and things of that nature. People got to understand Trump was always in favor of the vax because he's the guy that did Operation Warp Speed. So if you were behind Operation Warp Speed, you were the guy who got these vaxes out there in record-breaking time. He always brags about it like nine months. They said it was going to be five years, 15 years. We got it done in nine months. He always brags about it. Of course, he's going to go out on television and say, I believe you should get it. Now, the problem is that people believe whatever they hear on television. Not all people, but... A lot of people do. They, they believe whatever they're telling. It, it don't matter who it come from. It come from Trump. It come from the mainstream media. It come from somebody. They believe it without doing their own independent research. But uh, I'll put it to you like, but I'm going to show the video in a minute, but I'll put it to you like this. If somebody got on TV and said, hey, man, the flu shot is safe and effective. I think you should go get it. Are you going to just take whatever they say for gospel? Or are you going to listen to what you have heard for many, many years when they say that, you know, oh, I got the flu shot and then I got the flu right afterward. Because I've never had a flu shot before in my life. And I remember all throughout my life, my adult life, and even as a kid, I would see TV commercials talking about, oh, go get the flu shot. You got to get it. You don't want to get pneumonia. You don't want to die this winter season. You know, people die from the flu every year. It's all kind of fear tactics and just, just fear mongering all the time as far as the flu but I've never had the flu shot because I did my own independent research. I listened to people when they told me they got the flu shot and then they got the flu. I listened to their warning. I heeded the warnings of the general public speaking about this particular thing. So I didn't need the mainstream media or one particular guy that I may have voted for to tell me to do a thing that I know already is not correct. You understand? He could suggest it, but that's it. Matter of fact, let me find the clip. Yeah, he did get booed talking about the um, the vax. And, you know, people, they got a problem with it. And they're letting them know. And, you know, one thing about the kind of controversy here from the right against Trump on this, it lets you know that Trump is not just some kind of God that is unquestioned. Okay, he's a person like everybody else. And maybe, just maybe, he may say a thing that we don't necessarily agree with. And then it's going to be kickback. Just maybe. I'm just saying. You know, that, that right there tells you that he is a person that has flaws and that can be questioned. And that should be the case for anyone and everyone. It shouldn't just be a situation where a person is infallible and whatever they say goes. It's like that on the left, in my opinion, for Joe Biden, whatever he says, whatever he does is fine. You may have some on the left that kind of rebuke what he says. But it doesn't even really matter because at the end of the day, they um, at the end of the day, they, they still support what he said. 
Like, prime example, AOC and these people, they may come out and say that they don't like a thing that um, Biden says or does. But ultimately, they all vote the same. They're all pretty much in lockstep with each other. So it doesn't even really matter what they say. What matters is what they do. That's the most important thing, right? Exactly. Uh, was that? K. Walker, C.A.E.? Trump is pro-choice on the vax, so I'm fine with that. Exactly my point. My point is you can say whatever you want to say. You can say, get the vax, it's great, I love it. My kids love it. My grandma loves it. My dog loves it. Go get it. You can say whatever you want to say, but I know better, and I'm not going to go get it. And Trump, in his interview, said that he's pro-choice on the vax, meaning no mandates. As long as you don't mandate it, I don't really care. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I literally do not care. Don't mandate it. You know, people talking about they don't want to vote for Trump on the right. Not all of us, but there's some people that say that. And they're talking about Ron DeSantis. Well, Ron DeSantis was a guy that really pushed for the vaccine in Florida to get it out to the senior citizens first, to put it in publics because it did a study and said that uh, 90% of the seniors live within a mile and a half of a Publix. So they put it right there to the Publix there first. Then they gave it to CVS and Walgreens. Matter of fact, it was CVS, Walgreens first, then Publix. So there was a concerted effort to get the vex out to people in Florida. The key is it's voluntary. There's no mandates, not from the state of Florida, not from Ron DeSantis. And that's all that really matters. Give me the choice. If I want to take that, then I could take it. If I don't, then I don't. Personally, I'm not in favor of it. I could tell you why I don't want to get it, why I'm against it. And if that influences you to make a decision, then great. But ultimately, it's your decision, not mine. I can't make a decision for you. And I think that's where Trump is. It's like, look, I think it's a good thing, but that's your choice. So here's some of the video. If you guys have not seen it already, I'm going to play a little bit here during this particular thing. So this is... Uh, Candace Owens interviewing Donald Trump for the Daily Wire. Happening at these school board meetings, where do you stand on these vaccine mandates? And obviously, I know that you are you are pro-vaccine. Obviously, you did everything you could to get this vaccine out. I know it was where you one stand of the, the greatest achievements. We did it in less than nine months and to be able to do that. Yeah, but where, but now it's years. taken a twist, right? It's it's gotten now we went from this is a good thing and people should have this option mm -hmm. to military men, you're going to have to resign yeah. because you're, you're not getting this vaccine. Where do you stand yeah. on that? Well, I stand on, forget about the mandates that people have to have their freedom, but yeah. at the same time. So you heard that right there. Forget about the mandates. People have to have their freedom. End of story. I don't care what you say. You can say whatever you want. You can say that you should get it. Everybody got it. My grandma got the first shot, second shot, the third shot, the fourth shot. She's taking the pills from Pfizer, which ain't nothing but IVM. Allegedly, you could say all that, but the key was forget about the mandates. People have to have their freedom, period, period. But let's continue. The vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. We would have had a 1917. Remember the Spanish flu killed perhaps 100 million people. Actually, it ended the First World War because the soldiers were so... A lot of people don't know that. The soldiers got so sick. It was a terrible thing. There were no vaccines. There were no anything. I came up with a vaccine, with three vaccines. Mm. All are very, very good. Came up with three of them in less than nine months. It was supposed to take five to 12 years. Now, he's been saying that since the beginning of this whole thing. 
Operation Warp Speed. He's been saying that exact same thing. It's consistent. Now, you may disagree, and that's totally fine. We have that right in America. You know, it, it, at least we do right now. We're not quite like China yet. Hopefully, we don't go down that road. But you have the right to disagree with him and still want to vote and still want to vote for the man. If you go like China, there won't be disagreements. It'll be, yo, you do this or else. Agree with me or else. You go into the penitentiary, Bit Rocks, Little Rocks, you go into the gulag, you're not going to be seen again. Like in China, to break for a moment, in China, have you, have you heard about the, the tennis player, uh, Ping Shui? That's a whole crazy story right there. Shout out to Loudy86 on YouTube for breaking that down. But you say something against the regime, against the government, you could disappear. You come back some weeks later with a whole written script of what to say, how to say it, when to say it. We don't have that over here yet. And I don't want to go down that road because if we go down that road, we in a whole different situation. And, and yet we more say, people have died under COVID this year, by the way, yeah, under Joe Biden right. than under you. And more people took the vaccine this year. So people are questioning how well, no, the vaccine worked. But yeah. some people aren't taking it. the ones the ones that get very sick and go to the hospital are the ones that don't take the vaccine. I mean, that right there, we can we can we can talk about that not necessarily being accurate. We could say that we can have a discussion with Trump about a thing that he says that we disagree with. And one thing about Trump that I noticed when he was the president is that. He listens to people, okay? Not 100% of the time, but he hears some of the people that are out there and what, they, and what they're saying and what their concerns are, and he addresses it. It may not always be to everyone's liking, obviously, because that's impossible. You can't, unless you're Jesus Christ, you're not going to please everybody. Even Jesus himself cannot please everybody. You know, they kill him. I'm not trying to compare him to Jesus, obviously, so don't nobody get offended, but you understand the point that I'm making. The point is that nobody can please everybody. All you can do is just be true to yourself and do the best thing possible in your point of view. That's it. But it's still their choice. And if you take the vaccine, you're protected. Look, the results of the vaccine are very good. And if you do get it, it's a very minor form. People aren't dying when they take the vaccine. Again, we can debate that, you know, being correct or incorrect. What about the masking of children? That's that's a big I, one I for moms right now. I think it's a terrible thing. I think it's a terrible thing. That flies the in the face of science. The kids have a virtual 0% right. chance of dying of COVID, and yet they're insisting on these vaccine mandates. I mean, I'm sorry, on these um, the masking masks, mandates, yeah. and now the, even the vaccine mandates for small children. Right. And what's going on there? I think what's happening is you look at the masks where... Fauci and a lot of other people said masks don't mean anything. All of a sudden, he becomes a radical masker. So he's, he's against masking the kids. He's talking about Fauci saying that the mask didn't mean anything. Now you got to be a radical masker. I, I don't understand. You know what? You know what I'm going to say? I think Trump's take here is the take of the average American just walking around. The normies. Not even those of us that are like really into politics and really tuned into what's happening. The regular normie thinks like this. 1,000% because they don't really care too much. About, they don't care about politics and the day-to-day the -day minutia of things that we care about that are really plugged in. They think like this. They probably got the facts because they were scared and they don't want any kind of mandates and they may have an objection for whatever the reason, whatever the reason may be. It don't matter what your, it don't matter what the reason is. It can be religious. It can be because of some kind of health condition or 
I just don't want it. And it's none of your business. Whatever the reason may be, people have objections and everyone has right to their objection. He's saying, okay, you have an objection. Cool. Not forcing it. Um, masking kids. I'm totally against it. Fox, you said that mask did not mean anything. These are facts that's being, that are being said right here. The only thing would be people who are morally against the vax who don't like a person saying that you can get the vax if you want it. They probably want the vax banned period, but he's saying let's not ban it or mandate it. That's probably the viewpoint of the average normie out there. I don't like to see the kids with the masks on. They're sitting in school. They have a hard enough time sitting in school. It's like China. I've been it's, to China. Uh, well, and yet China's education system is a hell of a lot better than ours. You know what? Now about China, is he wrong? Now, there's a caveat there, obviously, with China. I mean, try not going to school. You might mess around and get missing. <laughs> you know, it, it's much more strict over there. You're talking about being ruled by a despot, you know, uh, authoritarian regime, communism, you know, no no human rights. But the education system is crazy. They're coming over here and they, they, they're, they're tearing our kids apart when it comes to education. They're so advanced as far as some things they do. Not everything, obviously. But some things they do strictly from their education system. Over here, what are we doing? Critical race theory, um, common core math, no more D's and F's. I mean, stupid stuff. Things don't make any sense. If we did things appropriately and kind of went back to the 1960s era of discipline, it, it'd be a lot better. But we're kind of like degrading public education due to policy. China does not do that. They're rated number two or three, and we're rated number 44. But masking children, I mean, no, that, the way it looks, right? It doesn't look like a free country. Um, uh, I'm against it. So, I mean, I don't understand why that's a bad thing to say. Um, again, that interview's on the Daily Wire. The full interview's on the Daily Wire, if you want to check it out. Go to my website, and the article I wrote for this, there's a link in the article for the Daily Wire interview. So check that out right there. Uh, Kenneth Owens did a great job. Um, big fan of Kenneth Owens. I don't understand the Kenneth Owens hate, by the way. I saw some of that, a little bit of that in the chat. I don't understand the hate. I, I, I really don't get it. I feel like it's because she's successful and she kind of came from this same space that I'm in, like the YouTube space and just blew up. That's kind of what it is in my opinion. I mean, I can't say that for everybody, obviously, because everybody got their own opinion about why. But I feel like, you know, I don't really understand the hate. She's a great person. Met her a few times. Always looked out for me. Always treated me well. So shout out to her. You know, Brandon and Candace, both of them, they, when they had the the event at the White House, the, the last one we did um, in 2020, what was that, like October, November, we went to the White House. Um, they put me right up front, right with them, with the whole Blexit uh, leadership. I'm just, you know, on here doing what they do. They put me right up there. Brandon and Candace, her husband was up there. Um, everybody. So shout out to them. And I'm not just saying that because of that particular thing. I'm talking about for years of always helping, never being a hater, always doing the right thing by all of us in this space. Everybody. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not really sure about anyone else that may kind of be on the outside looking in that just has a, a negative opinion. But for me, she's always been nothing but positive, nothing but just a good person, a kind person. And, and very generous. Okay. Not that I need it. I'm just saying it's good when somebody's like that rather than not being like that, rather than being a hater. 
because there's quite a few haters out there in this industry that I'm in. A lot of haters, a lot of gatekeepers that don't want you to do certain things. It's crazy. If, if only I could tell everything that I've seen, I mean, just outright hate, but I don't get that from Candace or anybody on the Blexit team. So shout out to uh, Candace Owens, Brendan Tatum, the whole Blexit squad. Really, really good people. Um, if you guys are looking for like a community to be part of, we're talking about being conservative, find some of these organizations, find a Blexit chapter, maybe even a Turning Point chapter if they're cool where you are. Um, Heritage Foundation, find, find these groups to be part of because they got really, really good people in them, 100%. All right. But um, what else we got going on? We got a few things here. Oh, so um, the Philadelphia house rep, Mary Gay, I think her name is Mary Gay Scanlon. So this lady is a U.S. house rep and got carjacked at gunpoint in Philadelphia. Broad daylight, too, right after an event with other members of Congress, if I'm not mistaken. Now, I think she represents South Philly. And I think the event was in South Philly. And if you guys from Philadelphia or Delaware or anywhere close to that area, you know kind of how Jersey, Camden, if you know about South Philly, you know how it is. Carjack, broad daylight. Now, the thing about it is Mary Gay Scanlon has um, posted some interesting things. A Democrat, of course, is Philadelphia. It won't be no conservative in Philadelphia. Um, a U.S. House. I ain't talking about a state house. Talking about U.S. House. She goes to D.C. She's up there with AOC people like that. She's a U.S. House rep. Got carjacked at, at gunpoint in Philly. Now they they found the car and they got the guys that allegedly did it. They found them in the car in Wilmington, which is like right down the road from Philadelphia. Obviously, you know, probably right in front of Joe Biden's house. But anyway, they found the guys that did it right out there. Now. She's been in favor of trying to reform the police, all right? I'll put it on the screen right quick. This is a tweet from Mary Gay Scanlon. This is back in June, on June 8th of 2020. So just a little while ago, not too, not too long ago. But um, hold on one second. All right, there we go. Yeah, don't call the police, right? Don't, don't, don't call the police. If that's, if that's what it is, if you're talking about defunding the police, don't call the police. But she sure did. They always do that. All these defund the police types when they call the police right away. Like Alyssa Milano or one of those people. It might have been her out there in the in the um, Hollywood Hills or further away than Hollywood Hills, but up in the hills somewhere in the L.A. area. She's talking about defund the police and LAPD is so corrupt and all this and that. And the third, but then she saw some boy on her property shooting at squirrels with her airsoft gun. And she called the entire police force up there. It might have been Calabasas or somewhere. I'm not really sure. But the entire police force of that town up in the hills came out. Fire truck, helicopter, K-9, um, squad car, SUV, all of that. It was like 10 vehicles on her property within minutes because some boy was on there shooting squirrels with an airsoft gun. But she says defunded police. Now, even before any kind of defunding, if you call the police, like, let's say, in Watts, <laughs> uh, you know, Compton, Inglewood, when you have some kind of crazy response like that to one house, it could be a murder. You might have one or two cars that come out to pick up the body. That's it. But because some boy was on the property shooting at squirrels with an airsoft gun, now you want to call the entire squad. You might want to call the federales out there for that particular thing. But you say defund the police and you're a radical person talking about abolish the police. 
So what part of the game is that? But anyway, um, <laughs> so let's let's play this clip here from Mary Gay Scanlon. And the caption on it reads, we have seen too many lives taken and communities devastated by police brutality and racial profiling. Action is long overdue at House Democrats are fighting to for real reform in our country's police departments. Hashtag justice and policing. Now, I'm going to turn the sound off here because I'm not sure if it's music or not. But you can see kind of the, the visuals and what's going on. Change is long overdue. As captions, police in California are investigating why two Sacramento police officers, what they do? Shot an unarmed black man 20 times and killed him. Okay, they got like news clips playing. A bunch of, you know, black this and black that and chokehold this, chokehold that. You you played this on your on your Twitter, Mary Gay Scanlon. Okay. So now that you got carjacked in Philadelphia in broad daylight, maybe you understand why some of these incidents turn violent. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe you understand that. And they got everybody on here, Trayvon Martin, all this and that and the third. I hate when they talk about Trayvon Martin because Trayvon Martin did not get shot by an officer. So why do you keep talking about Trayvon Martin? Why are you talking about criminals that actually do things that put him in a line of fire? I ain't talking about Trayvon. I'm talking about some of the others on that list. Okay, but Trayvon is the worst. But that's that's what they do on the left. Talk about defunding the police. We hate the cops. And then that happens. And then there was another carjacking on the same day. On the, on the very same day, another uh, this time it was a state rep in Illinois got carjacked on that very same day. Now, this time, and this this was funny. This one was hilarious because um, there was a lot more detail. Let me, let me try to find that one right quick. Y'all, give me a second. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And if I've not seen you yet, please uh, have a very merry rest of your Christmas. Um, let me find the, what I'm looking for. Okay. Ah, here we go. Here we go. This, this is, this is a good one. Now this woman and her husband got carjacked in Chicago. Okay. And the circumstances are pretty, they were, they were pretty similar. So this incident happened on the same day as the other one in Philadelphia. Um, both, uh, I think it was, might have been broad day lab, not really sure. But in Philly, the person, the housewife left an event and got carjacked. And in this one, it was the same thing. They went to a Christmas event and they got carjacked afterward. Now on this one, um, it was the house rep who was the the young the, the woman, she's with her husband. Now the husband had a concealed carry, and they, and they're both black. He had a concealed carry in Chicago, right? In, in that area. Is it hard to get a concealed carry in Chicago for you guys to live out there or in that, er or not, in that area? Y'all let me know. But if this is in Broadview, Illinois, so in the western Chicago suburbs, he had a concealed carry and fired at the carjackers as they left. The rep and the husband did not get hit at all. They're fine. And I'm not sure if they hit anybody that was carjacking them. And what, what did the house rep say? Thank God for concealed carry. She said that, <laughs> you know, thankful, you know, thank God for concealed carry. But wait a minute. You guys are Democrats, right? In Chicago, you, you guys are for gun control. 
Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in the country. But you guys pulled your gun out. The husband, he had a gun on him, pulled it out and shot at the carjackers. Thank God for concealed carry. Oh, okay. So when it helps you, Miss House Rep in Chicago, was totally fine to have a gun. But when it helps a regular person in the street, they can't have that. You want to send them to the penitentiary? Is that what you want to do? I'm going to see her voting record. If she vote for um, a lot of gun control type stuff in Chicago, I would presume that she does. You're talking about a Democrat-run city that has very strict gun laws. How are you going to be the renegade that's against the gun laws? Oh, but you got your gun. That's funny how that works. They always do that. They always say, all right, I don't want to have guns. Like, I don't, I don't want, I, I want gun control, but I got guns. I want to defund the police, but I call the police. Uh, I, I would call the police if I saw my own shadow and it scared me. Okay. You call the police for whatever. You have your own guns. You may have an arsenal of guns that you want gun control. It makes no sense. You know, and in Philadelphia, especially going back to Mary Gay Scanlon, you're talking about a record breaking year for homicides. Was it like 535, something like that? And, and, and rising and growing. We still got a few days left in, the, in 2021. Okay, we're not quite in the new year. I mean, the, the, the homicide numbers in Chicago and Philly are going back to the crack war years. And to touch on that right quick, to touch on that, um, the crack wars, people are complaining and talking about um, that what's happening right now with the opioid crisis was it's, it's being handled in a different way than the crack epidemic. Well, I've lived through both, obviously. I'm 37, so I was a kid when the crack wars were happening. The problem with the crack wars was the violence. It wasn't necessarily, it was not necessarily the health of people. It was the violence. Uh, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, a thousand murders in a year, like 88, 89, 90, especially like 88, 89, late 80s. It was crazy. It was totally crazy. I mean, as a little kid, I remember how crazy it was. Zombies walking around, first of all, on, on them drugs. Second of all, gunshots constantly having to get tight at a, at a young age. Like when you hear gunshots duck down, like if you're on a, a low floor apartment or if you're in the house, when you hear gunshots get down, because if you don't get down, you can get hit through the window or through the wall. If you get down, you got the baseboards and stuff like that. Like I was told all that kind of stuff. Okay, get to the center of the house. Like it was like, like a hurricane drill or, or a tornado. Get to the center of the house, get in the tub. I was told one time to get in the tub because there was so much shooting going on. Get in the bathtub and you were in an apartment and the way apartments work normally, the tub and all of that is like right in the center of it. Like the kitchen and then the bathroom right behind it. So get right there to the center of the house. You got the you got a bunch of space in between you and the walls and you got the porcelain. That's what I was told at about four or five years old. So back then, the problem was the violence. So you address the violence. But now you got 100,000 opioid deaths just this year, 2020. And 65,000 of that is like basically um, fentanyl, synthetic opioids, which is what fentanyl is. Fentanyl is a big pharma creation. But I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole, getting long-winded. So I digress. The whole point is that we're going back to the crack war years level of violence. And we got the opioid crisis that happened at the same time. See, back in the crack war years, the problem with the violence was the, the drug trade. Everybody wanted a piece of the money. Everybody trying to fight each other over the little bit of money. So then 
a lot of murders happen as a result of that. But now it's just because there's no police or there's, you know, a, a reduced amount of police enforcement. I saw a video and shout out to my man, Brandon Tatum. We saw, we saw on his stream on Thursday night. Um, there was an officer who approached a guy in an apartment and the guy had a gun on him. You know, the officer said, what's in your pocket? Get your hands in your pocket. What's in your pocket? He pulls a gun out. He didn't aim it at him. He just had it out like in his hand. And the officer was saying, hey, put the gun down. But he was like back in the way, kind of cowering. And then the guy with the gun was like, you a rookie. You a rookie. I was like, oh, man, this is all bad. It's all bad because at that point, the officer is done. He's finished. He has no authority here. So then it got to the point where the guy rushed the officer with a gun out in his face and said to him, drop your gun. I'm like, you know what? See, the, the problem with that, the reason why that happened, in my opinion, is because the officer was white, the suspect was black, and he has a gun. So what are you thinking in your mind? If I have to get into a gunfight with this guy, he may die, and then I may die too because my life will be gone because I'm going to go to the penitentiary. Even though it's not my fault, even though he has a gun on him, he's a suspect here. I may lose my life and my career and my kids. You know, the daddy being a penitentiary, they can't see me no more except for behind some glass or some bars. So now he's hesitant to do anything. And if you got that going on, you're going to have more crime. You're going to have guys not show up. You're going back to the 80s and the early 90s as far as, you know, you call the police, they're not coming. The crime is going to be surging. It's going to be a mess. So, yeah. That's not what you um, want to see. You, you don't want to hear nobody talk about you're a rookie with a gun and you're an officer. And it's at night. You have no backup. It's all bad. All 100% bad. Yeah, but luckily, um, nobody got shot in that situation. I think the officer did shoot at the suspect, but he didn't get hit. And then the, the, the suspect wound up going into another apartment. And then it was a standoff. For like many years. Right. So it's crazy. But the whole thing with. Um, the whole thing with. Uh, defunding the police. Up, the, the people that are out there. They know. to They, they know how to play this old game. They, they know how to do it. They know that. If there's fewer officers. And they're going to be hesitant. They could do whatever. And there's not going to be much of a kickback. Against them. All right. But I'm going to get to the next one. If you guys like what you're hearing so far, go ahead and get a video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And if you're not subscribed to the channel yet, please do so. That'll help me out tremendously. I'm trying to get past $8.99, but YouTube playing games. So let's not have that happen too much more. But um, shout out to this guy. I don't know his name. I think his name has been found out by the internet, but I don't know his name. I think his name is Spencer or something like that. You guys in the, in the, in the chat, y'all know, but I don't know. Anyway, so Joe Biden and Jill, his wife, were taking calls, I guess, for Christmas. And um, <laughs> they're taking calls. And somebody calls and trolls them pretty good. Let's play it on the screen right quick. Give me one second and load it up. This is on my Instagram. Of course, Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N. 
Link for the Instagram will be on my website on the contact page. Check me on out. So let's go ahead and get some sound and let it roll. All right, let's go. Hold on. You got sound? All right, we good money. Let's do it. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Okay. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Really, Joe Biden? Do you even know what's going on? You just kind of floating in the wind, huh? Where's your home? Yeah. I hope- and then they also found they also found that guy. I thought that was the wrong clip. Matter of fact, that was the right clip, but I got more. I put it on a YouTube short. Matter of fact. You go find that one. Because on that one, you have the guy. Um, you have him at the end of it. So I'll play it like right there at the end. There we go. Hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, well. I hope you have a wonderful. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Bye bye. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to him. They're, they're trying to find that guy really hard on the left. They're trying to find him. They're trying to you know figure out where he works at. Trying to get him fired, all this and that. But shout out to you, sir. You, sir. Hey man, salute to you. you you're doing a great job out here. Uh, getting getting some good trolling in there. That's a good soundbite as well. Having Joe Biden saying, let's go. Matter of fact, I'm going to have to capture that on a soundbite and use it. Joe Biden saying, let's go, Brandon. Imagine that. I'm, I'm using that for sure. So, yeah, shout out to you, boss. 100%. I love it. And, you know, the, the funniest thing, I'm seeing the left already writing think pieces about it on their, on their website. It's talking about, uh, one said this was a, a right-wing slur. Let's go, Brandon. It's like, Really? A right-wing slur, is that what it is? I'm not sure that saying let's go Brandon is a slur. If they were to say F Donald Trump, then that's fine, right? That's not, that's not really a slur. You can't even say that word on television without getting a fine from the FCC. But if I say let's go Brandon, that's totally fine, right? Because the reporter said it and it was, it, you know, it was, it was all good. There's no curse words or nothing right there. It's just fun. Okay? And, you know, you, you can't just... You can't just make someone not say a thing because you don't like it because you're upset because it goes against your narrative. That's not how it's supposed to be. Not in the least bit. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see if I can find that particular article when she's talking about, oh, it's a, it's a right wing slur. I, I'm going to find that right quick. And um, hold on one second. If I can't find it. Nah, I can't. It, it's gone. It is gone. Matter of fact, now here it is. There we go. Here it is. (laughs) So, this this is on the news, NBC News, and it says parent uses right-wing slur during Biden call with NORAD Santa Tracker. And it says the phrase, let's go, Brandon has become popular in right-wing crowds. It's like, really, is it that serious? I mean, come on. What are we talking about? Let's go, Brandon. That's a slur. See, they they play with words to make them mean things that they don't mean. That's not a slur. 
When you say the word slur, you're talking about racial slurs and things of that nature. And, and speaking about slurs, hold on. There was something I saw at, uh, from a, a wrestling sign. And I was a big wrestling fan back in the day. I still watch wrestling occasionally. Not too much, but occasionally. I might watch like Ring of Honor or something like that because it's just, I don't know, it's, it's more kind of like my style. It's like old school. But um, hold on. So somebody got ejected for this sign. Let me put it up right quick. Okay, so I guess AEW, they have a transgender wrestler. I don't know too much about this person, but I guess they got a transgender wrestler, right? So the headline here says, fan ejected for transphobic sign aimed at openly transgender wrestler. Okay, and, and the sign says, Naya Rose is that guy's dad has a big arrow pointing to the right. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey, check it out. Go back to the old days. Go back to the Attitude Era, like late 90s, early 2000s and WWF, E, WCW. Oh, my goodness. Go, go back to those days. This sign right here is so tame. It's so tame. It's nothing. You, you would see the craziest signs all the time. All the time. Now, they're trying to make this be the equivalent of seeing the N-word or something like that, but that's simply not the case. This is not what it is, all right? It's, it's not the N-word. It's not a racial slur. It's just funny. It's like, look, boss, you were born as a male, and you can still produce babies, right? You know, I've seen people that are openly trans with kids, like, what's your, what's your boy, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce, Bruce Jenner? Okay, so you can have kids, so what's the problem? If I say that Caitlyn Jenner got, you know, um, a basketball team full of kids, is that wrong? Like, if you father kids, are you not a dad anymore when you become a woman? How does that work? If you are, if you sign a document as a father, when the kid's born, are you not a dad anymore when you change your gender? Is that how that works or nah? Paperwork here says, Father Bruce Jenner. Does that change? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Biology says it doesn't change. Legally, it doesn't change. It is what it is. So, yeah. Shout out to um, the person with that sign in the audience. Hey, Amen. People got to stop being so soft. You know what I was saying today? That people are so comfortable with life. There's no problems. Everything is fine. You got to create problems to be upset with. Like, you ever seen Will Smith's kids? It's like, okay, you grow up in lap of luxury, right? The best schools, the best everything. You got to find problems to complain about to make your life worth, uh, worth living. I'm not saying there's not any real problems that they may face, of course, because you may grow up rich or whatever. I mean, you, you still got problems. But I feel like we got what, what they call first world problems, okay? In the third world, it's like, can I get a sandwich? Can I, can I be full one time when I eat, please? Over here, we're like, I'm offended at this anti-trans sign because I'm at a wrestling show and I've never seen any kind of offensive sign before in my life. So now I need, a, I need some kind of safe space to go vent my frustration. Ridiculous stuff. So yeah, shout out to all the wrestlers out there. You know, it's, it's good quality entertainment. It's fun. I mean, when I was uh, like... If you, if you go to a wrestling show, it's just meant to be fun. It ain't nothing. We're not, it's, this is not some kind of Yale lecture. 
It's purely for fun. That's it. All right. I'm not going here to see a TED talk. If I want to go to a TED talk, I'll go to California and eventually I'll be in a TED talk. That's kind of how that works, ain't it? You, you cross the state line into California and you're automatically qualified to be in a TED talk. That's how that goes. I've seen the TED talk about people being, um, I've, I've seen TED talks about fatness and how it's racism, how, how, how obesity is racism. So if I could see that, I could see one about dumb stuff like that, but, but I'll move on. Did I get to everything I wanted to get to? I think so. I, I believe so. Oh, speaking about Ken Potter, uh, I'll talk about Ken Potter briefly. Ken Potter got found guilty on manslaughter charges. But see, the thing about the Ken Potter trial, and if you don't know, she was the one that um, shot and killed Dante Wright accidentally. There was no doubt on whether she shot and killed him. That mean that was obvious. She admitted to it. She was saying she was sorry. It was an accident. It was a mistake. It was caught on a body worn camera. So, I mean, there was no denying that she did it. The question is, why did she do it? How did it happen? Um, it, it appeared to be a clear mistake. And I think she knew right when it happened is all over. She said on camera, I'm going to prison. She knew it. She knew it. She had been there 26 years on the force, 26 years, had a lot of training on the taser, 1500 hours on the taser training, but pulled the wrong weapon accidentally and shot him. And he's, and he's gone now. So the question would be, okay, what's going to be the penalty? Is it going to be civil or criminal or both? It's going to be both now, especially in this atmosphere. When you got the threat of violent protests, when you have other cases happening at the same time, you got Cal Rittenhouse over there. You get this case over there, and you're in Minneapolis, if I'm not mistaken, where there's a whole lot of bad stuff happening. A lot of this police stuff is happening. I mean, it was almost like you couldn't really win. I don't believe that she did that on purpose, and I'm not really sure what the appropriate punishment should be. They're talking about 15 years in the penitentiary, potentially. That's rough. I would definitely say civil because, I mean, that shouldn't have happened. He didn't. He didn't present a weapon at that moment for the gun to come out and for him to be dead. A taser, yes, absolutely. You're resisting arrest. You got a warrant. Get out the car. You don't want to get out the car. All right, let's tase you. Get you out the car. But what I will say is this. Um, don't resist. I mean, I'm not saying that the officer was right because obviously she was wrong. She said that she was wrong. It was a mistake. It was horrible. She showed remorse for it. She was wrong. However, you can prevent accidents from happening at a certain point. It's just like, all right, if you're driving your car and you're not wearing a seatbelt, I mean, it, it can get rough for you. If you go through the windshield, it, it might be a wrap for you. If your head, like, splashes through the windshield at 100 miles an hour or whatever, how fast you're going, that's going to be kind of rough. In that case, I mean, the seatbelt would have been best friend. It would have been best friend if you had it on, but you didn't want to wear it. You could have prevented the accident from happening or at least the, 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 the fallout from the accident. You could have prevented that from happening, but you didn't. In this case, you could have prevented this officer from pulling the taser and then it wound up being the gun by not resisting. It's like, look, boss, they got you pulled over. You got a warrant. Go ahead and get locked up for whatever it is. Go ahead and get locked up because now you're trying to resist. 
they're going to get you. Even if you don't die, they're going to get you, and you're going to get more time for the resisting. And then when you go in front of a jury, you're going to look guilty. You resisted the arrest. You tried to flee during the arrest. You go into the penitentiary. Don't resist. Just like Walter Scott, the officer went to jail, and rightfully so, of course. However, that wouldn't have happened if he just stayed in the car and went down to the jail, did his little jail time, and, and, went, and went home. People got to stop doing things that don't make any sense. They got to stop doing things that are going to put them in a bad situation. It's simple. It's so simple, but it, it appears to be very hard for people to understand. You know, it, it is what it is. All right. But yeah, so Kim Potter got probably about 15 years in the joint. We're not really sure what it's going to be until sentencing, but I'm guessing about 15 with the L. They may try to appeal, but it probably won't go anywhere. It's probably a wrap. It's probably over with. But it is what it is. I mean, things happen. But you know what I'm going to say? I think the I think being found guilty on both counts might be a little excessive because it was a clear accident. And I also think that officers are not really going to want to be officers much more because they see things like this happen. It's like, well, that could have been me. It could have been a mistake. Now, if I make a mistake, am I going to go to the penitentiary? Is it a wrap for me? So guys are going to be a little bit more hesitant to become an officer, especially right now. Like, why would you go to a place like, let's say, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Chicago? Why would you go there to be a police officer? When they're talking about defunding and reallocating resources and community outreach, you don't need community outreach or anything like that necessarily. Not really. I mean, to a certain, you, you could do that to a certain extent. But if you're trying to, how can I say, if you're trying to improve race relations, that's not really going to do it. What you got, especially in some of these cities where it's like a mostly black police force, it's like, what are you doing trying to improve race relations in a mostly black police force and a mostly black city? You got to get these criminals off the street from prosecution properly. Don't have a guy that has you know, five bodies on his gun, go to penitentiary for like 10 years and come home and do it again. I saw that in Virginia, a, a legitimate hitman, like not making that enough, a legitimate hitman had bodies on this record, did like 12 years in the joint, came right back and continued to be a hitman. He killed like, he, he was a contract killer, killed like five people in his wake. One guy got killed just for no reason. The guy was on a on a kill that he got paid for. He missed his target, but he was still right there in the neighborhood where the guy was supposed to be. So it was like, all right, he's not here. So now what? There was a guy waiting on his daughter, black guy, and everybody involved is black. The, the hitman was black, and the guy that got killed was black in this case. But there was a guy waiting for his daughter to bring her to her job. And the guy was like frustrated he couldn't get his kill. You saw that guy right there and shot him just because, because he was frustrated. You see what I'm saying? Guys like that should not ever come home. You got murders on your, you have, you are a hitman with murders on your belt. Confirmed murders. Why are you out in 10, 12 years or eight years, however long it was? Why? And we're wondering why. Oh, so all this crime, was all the crime coming from? From the same guys over and over. And then new guys that commit crime see the other guys. And like, man, he only got about eight years for that. 
I can I can I can do eight years. Ain't no problem. That's how they think. But I digress. I will digress. Okay, we got some trolls in the chat. What's going on? I'm, I'm missing some of the chat action. Somebody said, putting out lies. Hold on. I'm going to just... Hold on. Let me make sure that I'm not missing anything. Okay, nah, I don't see nothing. It's all good. But if there's any objections to anything I've said here tonight, please call the line. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. I'm going to get to the calls in a minute, but first... We got Super Chats on deck. Thank you to Apu for a few here, as always. Um, some questions and whatnot, so let me just read these. Um, shout out to all the good people working. Christmas, military, police, corrections, sheriffs, drivers, firefighters, paramedics, doctors, nurses, technicians, clergy, restaurant, hotel workers, ABL, too. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. Thank you to Apu again, who says, Peace, joy, love for all the Logan family on Christmas. Also, eternal peace and joy for your dearly departed father. Thank you for that. Um, happy Festivus for FBI Deep State Stooges watching. Yeah, shout out to y'all. No, shout out to the Federales watch. Hope, hopefully you're enjoying the show tonight. Uh, take plenty of notes because I'm, I'm dropping game right now that you could use for your everyday job. How about that, Federales? Also, uh, Merry Christmas to MAGA January 6th Patriots in D.C. Jail Solitary. Uh, also, to Ray Epps and all deep state snitches who entrapped Meemaws in the Capitol. Baby Jesus loves you. Repent of your betrayals and tell the truth about January 6th. Also, God bless Julie Kelly, uh, Darren Beatty, Kara Castronova reporting about January 6th. MAGA perse- prosecution, persecution, pardon me, by the Federales. God bless Marjorie Taylor Greene visiting. Also, was Christmas. Oh, what, what, was, what was the dinner for tonight? ABL. Dessert. Oh, it, it was a good dinner. You know, not not nothing too too major. The, the dessert. I mean, I can't be doing a dessert. He had a, had a real big cake. I mean, I'm trying to just lay off, but that cake looked kind of good. That pink cake might have got a piece of that. Um. Also, R.P. Baltimore Police Officer Kiana Holly. Sad. Yeah, that was very sad. R.I.P. Uh, Miss Kiana Holly. Really unfortunate. That's unfortunately the. It's become the norm to a certain extent. In light of these urban inner city areas, it shouldn't be, but unfortunately it is. Um, also, my favorite Christmas Carol, ABL, Winter Wonderland, I have no idea. I don't know carols by names. So if I hear it, then I'll be able to be like, okay, that's hot. But I don't know any Christmas carols by name, so I don't really know what my favorite one would be. What's that old Christmas tree? Is that a carol? I don't know. Y'all know better than I do. Um... Thank you to Miguel C. who says, Merry Christmas, JBL. Thank you for that. Merry Christmas to you. Um, what's that? J.O.X.N. says, Merry Christmas, ABL. I want to join the National Guard, but I've been seeing reports of religious exemption being denied for the shot. What should I do? That's a good question. I'm not really sure what's going on with the National Guard. I would say ask anybody that's in there that you may know personally. Um, don't ask a recruiter to tell you anything. Ask somebody that you know that's actually in the Guard or if anybody's in the guard that's watching this, that can hear my voice right now, just let them know, like, what, what's the next step that should happen? Should you join? Should you not join? What's up? Peach saying, Greer says, I didn't think you stream tonight. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you to local Valdez who says, Christmas bonus to ABL. Thanks. No problem. 
Uh, thank you to Shaka Gillis who says, good evening, everyone. My LB2s are trash. <laughs> Shout out to Milwaukee. No sponsor, no ad. I'm just saying, I love Milwaukee tools. You know, I have a Ryobi um, leaf blower and a uh, like a grass trimmer. I mean, it's not bad. You know, it's not bad. But I don't have any hand tools or drills or anything like that by Ryobi. I figured that'd be some kind of like off-brand Chinese stuff anyway. But I heard it was okay. It was it's okay for some things, but not everything. Oh, and my and my leaf blower and my trimmer are electric. I have all electric stuff. I don't have any gas power tools. Uh, my lawnmower and all that, it's electric. I don't got no time to be trying to mix oil and gas. I don't got no time for that. You know, I, I got a bit battery, charge it up, and it's good money. And I got a small yard anyway, so it, it's not that much to cut. I'll be out there for a little while cutting, and I'm good to go, you know. And it's not enough yard to call, like, landscaping. You know, I ain't trying to pay that much money for this little patch I got outside, so... You know, ain't no point. But anyway, thank you, thank you, Jeffrey Chase, who says, we can't be doing this every four to eight years. We need to change the citizens first before changing our vote. Closely coming to a point of no return in regard to an actual separation uh, slash divorce and not just division as we currently do. I mean, I see your point. I, I do see where you're coming from. I understand. I mean, that, that's definitely something that's important. You got to change who you are before any politics can make a difference. That's a key factor. Thank you to Handmade who says, Merry Christmas, ABL, regarding the vax. I don't fault Trump at all, but he needs to hear the stories of those who suffer after getting it. I, I believe so. I think Candace even said that afterward. She was saying that Trump probably watches most of the mainstream media, including Fox News, people like that, and they don't talk about injuries on Fox. They say everything's fine, it's all good, safe and effective, blah, blah, blah. You're not hearing about different stories other than that. Also, when the papers, it's the same way. Uh, thank you to Jeff, uh, who says, Merry Christmas, ABL. Loving my 1776 shirt from the ABL store. Thank you for that. Uh, what are your predictions for elections in 2022? As America headed with the Democrats? I think America is done with Democrats. For sure. We're, we're done with Democrats. We're going to go a different direction in 2022. Um, there's quite a few Democrats not running again in 2022. Uh, are they retiring? I'm not really sure, but... It's going to be a red wave coming up because people are done. Virginia was a bellwether. Like, we saw what happened. Who was Glenn Youngkin? Nobody. But he won in VA, which is a blue state at this point. When I was a kid, as I've said before, VA was a solid red state, always. But as I got older, I saw it change. It became a little less red. Then it became kind of purplish. Like, it kind of go back and forth. Red, blue, purple. Then it became solid blue. And the reason why is because of the expansion of Northern Virginia. Because Northern VA is D.C. Metro. It's the D.C. bedroom area. You got jobs out there, too. You got Amazon out there. It's become like a little uh, San Fran, basically. An East Coast version of, like, San Fran mixed with, like, New York City and Atlanta. That's D.C. That's probably the best way to describe D.C. right now. And you miss out if you if you put D.C., ATL and LA together, you're going to have a blue baby. And that area dominates Virginia. So for Virginia to go red was big. You see the same thing all over the country. It'd be a pattern that you see a lot. All right. And we got a few more. Uh, Handmade says, oh, I already read that one, I think. 
Um, thank you to Byron8899 who says, because Asian parents want the best for their children, they should be more concerned about woke policies instead of fear-mongering Asian hate. I, I'm with you 100%. Right on. Um, let's see. Thank you to Datsloff Atman Carry for the donation. Thank you to BSM2488 who said Libby Shaft versus Trump 2020. Who is that? Who is Libby Shaft? I've heard that name, but who is that really? <laughs> I mean... Thank you to Kimberly who says, Merry Christmas, A.B. Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, hold on. Hudson says, Merry Christmas, ABL. They said that Trump was mentally unfit to be president, and now we have someone who was, I was oblivious to the Let's Go Brandon meme. Very telling that he is okay with getting punked. He'll know what's going on. Biden is not. Biden, he will appear for his appearances and go right back to his basement. They, they bring him up from the cryo sleep, from, from the cryo chamber, put him in front of the camera, let him talk for a little while, and send him right back to the basement. That's what's happening with um, at this point with uh, President Biden. He's not really in charge, obviously. Thank you to your mother was a hamster, a great name, who says, ABO, please, please, please get on Rumble, BitChute, et cetera. I hate YouTube and would love to cut it off altogether. I have BitChute. Um, there should be a link in the description or somewhere. If it's not here on this video, it should be on a different video. Like my, my regular everyday videos. But I do have a I do have a bit shoot account. I don't have Rumble yet. And I think that I may be able to stream like a dual stream on Rumble and YouTube. I'll I'll figure it out. Thank you to Fogata for your donation. Thank you to Stavro Serentopoulos who says, Merry Christmas. It says Merry Christmas. Thank you for that. Uh family five. 3511 who says, let's go, Brandon. Are some people giving Brandon the pass or excuse? <laughs> um, I'll, I, people are giving him and both a pass and an excuse, you know, or they're just not really listening to what this guy's saying or what he's doing. They're not paying any attention to what's happening. Thank you to Aaron Bethay who says, regarding Potter, I know a SEAL turned FBI agent that's resigning after the verdict. The good are leaving to be replaced by the goons. Demoralization. Yeah, I understand that because it's like it was a clear accident. So what's going to happen? It, just like the whole thing with the the truck accident out there in Colorado where you had truckers boycotting Colorado because it was an accident. How are you going to give me 110 years for an accident? I didn't cause it by my own actions necessarily. They said that he passed by the runaway truck ramps did he know what they were? I'm not sure he did. It was it was just really unfortunate. Not a thing to get 110 years in the penitentiary at all. Thank you to Demita Joe who says, thank you for all you do, ABL. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. And thank you to Bryn, Ben Grimerson who says, Trump needs to stop trusting the Wall Street Journal for his tech and medical news. They're out of touch. I understand. I, I totally get it. I think that Trump needs to just have a sit down with a guy like Dr. Shiva or somebody to break down what's happening that he does not see in the mainstream media. It's, it's got to happen because, you know, it could just be ignorance, not knowing what's going on. And I like how Candace really pressed some questions. So not only to just get an answer, but also to inform if he's not really aware. You see what I'm saying? And I want to see more of that from people not trying to challenge him in an adversarial way, 
but just trying to get some real answers and have that be out there to the general public so we all know. That's very important. Very, very important. All right. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. We got to get to the calls. Now, the number of the call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. If you guys um, have any kind of complaints or concerns, call the line. It's fine. I'm not going to get triggered or upset at you. We'll have a nice, peaceful discussion. All right? I promise we will. 1,000%. Let's go ahead and get to Skype. If it's not working properly, it's not my fault. Please blame the white man. 860, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, it's up in a Ranger Xbox. How you doing, buddy? It's Merry up. Christmas. Same to you, man. Merry Christmas. What's going on? Oh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, Trevor Noel might be waking up. Yeah, I'll... I'll, might I'll be, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Now no, I was go ahead. <laughs> I, I was I was seeing a few things about Trevor Noah and you know it's kind of interesting. I saw one video, then I saw another. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Well, uh he just got another one out uh it was made a few days ago. I don't know if you saw it or not, but he's kind of like astounded at how deep China is into the continent of Africa and all the different countries when the evil Empire of America gives out foreign aid. We don't put any strings on it. But China makes predatory loans, and they develop Chinese companies, and they bring over Chinese and employees, and they don't always bring over the best of their best of their best. That's, Follow me? That, that's right, exactly. You're right, and that all ties into uh, Laowei 86 when he, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch that video. I sent it to you on the email, the link. Uh, about the Chinese lab wanting to make genetic and uh, race and um, authenticity specific viruses. Yeah, I, I've and seen. I, I've, honestly, yeah, I've, I've seen that thumbnail. I've not watched it yet, though. Okay, okay. I just yeah, well, it's very interesting because you know he's got people inside China, and a lot of people don't know that he lived in China, married to a Chinese woman. Serpenzetta lived in China 14 years, married to a Chinese doctor. Mm. They both speak and read fluent Chinese. They know what's going on there. That's why I watch them, because they know what they're talking about. Right. And uh, Candace's interview with Trump, he mentioned something about education, us being like ranked 44 or 46 in the world. Yeah. Do you know we used to be number one? Oh, yeah. You know what happened? You know what happened? What, what was that? What happened? Jimmy Carter instituted the Department of Education. Before uh, that, we were number one. I was educated before. I graduated 1979. Well, hey, you, you made so, it. You, you, you made it in, a, in perfect time because nowadays these kids are not being taught anything. I mean, it's like glorified daycare. They're dumb as a box of rocks. I mean, look at AOC. And... Uh, if, if any of AOC's listeners are listening, give her this message. This is from my Puerto Rican friends. Stop telling everybody you're Puerto Rican. You're not Puerto Rican. You don't. You weren't voted into office by people from Puerto Rico. You don't represent people from Puerto Rico. You're from New York City. So represent where you were voted in office at. 
That's all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> and that's my buddies that are Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> they said, she makes us look bad. We know what socialism is. Cuba's right next door, practically. And, uh, you know, they know exactly what's going on with communism and socialism. America has more socialist programs than any communist country ever, ever. Right. The quickest way to ruin that is go socialism. Anyhow, uh, love you, brother. I just wanted you to check out that uh, Trevor Knowles daily show about uh, Africa. And uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I think I think the young man is waking up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we'll get an ally. Anyway, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. And may we have a happy new year when the midterms come around. That's all I got. God hey. bless. Bye. All right, now. All right, great call. Um, FNA Ranger Xbox, 100%. And the number to call, 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box below. Sometimes right there in the ticker. There's also an email if you want to get right here in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen on Skype to talk about whatever is on your mind, somewhat related to politics. 541, you're on the line. What speaker to? Hey, ABL. This is Thomas out here in Kentucky. Merry Christmas to you. And let's go, Brandon. Right on. Merry Christmas. Yeah, um, I'm actually here in uh, Kentucky. I, I moved uh, from Oregon just to get away from our evil governor there, Kate Brown, <clears throat> and ended up in Kentucky right where the uh, tornado just hit here. So we're just kind of dealing with the aftermath of that. Are you okay? Is everything all right out there where you are? Did, did, you, did you get hit like directly by it? Yeah, I was exactly eight miles from it, but um, I'm in this little area, Dawson Springs, and the same <clears throat> tornado that uh, went through Mayfield is what came through Dawson Springs. And, uh, there was about 17 people here who died. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Really unfortunate. District. Very unfortunate, but we're working through it. And I was there to help with the search and rescue right away. And, uh, community is just recovering right now and getting the power hooked up back up. So that's great. That's, that's very good. And I just wanted to mention, you know, that the, the, uh, Oregonian today, just a couple hours ago, did a great job at uh, doxing that gentleman that called uh, Biden last night with the Let's Go Brandon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, that's good to know. Yeah. Basically, you know, they said he was an ex-police officer from Medford. He's from Southern Oregon and Central Point. And, and they, of course, wanted to list his Instagram. And um, unfortunately, he's already getting some threats over that. And you know, it's just that uh, it, it's funny that the way that the left reacts to this, they didn't say, you know, nobody, the media didn't say anything when it was uh, Robert De Niro, you know, F Donald Trump at the Tonys in front of everybody. But now of all of a sudden, this is a big deal. And they'll probably say, you know, it's racist. It's a threat to our democracy, all that kind of jazz. It's crazy because, you know, like you said, you could say F Donald Trump, even though TV sometimes on CNN, like it was nothing, start cussing and fussing and carrying on. But we have Let's Go Brandon is real playful and, you know, his family, kids can say it. And that's all of a sudden some kind of threat to democracy. It's, it's so weird how they operate. And I think that a lot of people are starting to realize this and they're going in a different direction because they know that they're being lied to on a daily basis. That's right. I mean, it's a total double standard. You know, I mean, who was that uh, comedian that had the uh, decapitated head of Trump? You know, thought, everybody thought that was real cute, too. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Kathy Griffin. That's right. 
That's right. So, but all of a sudden now this is a, you know, a hate, hate crime of the century, you know, over let's go Brandon. And when Biden came through here with his uh, little motorcade in Dawson, I actually was out there and put my own YouTube video up with let's go Brandon. And he got that from me when he drove through in his motorcade right through town. So. Right. The other thing I just wanted to, I don't want to take up too much time. I appreciate you taking my call, but just with the uh, Trump and Candace Owens, you know, I kind of am a little bit skeptical of Donald Trump, and I don't want him to run in the next election just because I don't want the Republicans to blow any chance in 2024. And just because, you know, I, I'm a big Trump fan, and I love him, and I appreciate what he's done for this country, but I just feel he's too tainted, and I got to lean towards DeSantis in 2024. Yeah, I, I was saying the same thing last night to Bryson Gray because uh, I, what, I, I said he was toxic. That's the word I use because there's been so much of a concerted media effort over a period of years through his whole presidency and before he became the president to villainize him, to paint him as like the face of evil in the whole world. So there's just so much negativity attached to him. It's not his fault, but it is. And people... People are going to be people and it's going to be hard to convince someone that he's not what they've been convinced that they said he was. So if you go with DeSantis, it's going to be much more difficult for the media to paint him with the same brush that they painted Trump because they put all their chips on the table on Trump. They said he was the worst. He's a racist. He's X, Y, and Z. They don't have that kind of leverage on a person like Ron DeSantis. Although he probably would be better off as a governor of Florida, because like I was saying before in the previous show, he's like the, the, the the head governor, if that makes any sense. So when he does things in Florida, other states follow like Georgia, Texas, Tennessee, et cetera. So if he doesn't run out, I understand. But Trump can't be the guy that's in there, in my opinion. His age, number one, and number two, he's toxic. Not not even his own fault, though, but it is what it is. Yeah, I'm glad we kind of agree on that. And uh, But I think he was spot on what he said to Candace the other day because it's all about giving people a choice, you know, whether it's ivermectin or if you want the vaccine, you know, a lot of people in my family were forced into the vaccine. Unfortunately, I chose not to get it because I had, I'm pretty sure I had COVID and I'm better off with my own immune system. I just turned 40. So um, I'm not too worried about it, but I just think that that's the most important thing that we need to focus on is not forcing people. And it's, it, I think it's a new world order agenda, what they're doing. Because it's worldwide. Look at what they're doing in Austria right now. They're going to go hunt people down that haven't taken the jab. And that's like, that's totally inhumane. That's bogus. Right. Absolutely. Yep. So I just want to, I just want, you know, your callers to hear that and be able to choose for themselves and, you know, just think for yourself, you know, look at what's going on. Wake up. We have a new world, world order agenda and uh, things are getting real serious worldwide. Right on, man. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you, ABL, and Merry Christmas to you. Thanks to you now. Merry Christmas. Okay. All right. Shout out to the caller. Now, to be clear, um, if Trump were to run, like if he was to get the nomination, I'd vote for him. Like, <laughs> that wouldn't even be a thing. But I think that at 78 years old, it might be a little bit unfair to expect him to run. I think he could be a kingmaker, go out there and campaign for people. Surely. But have someone else in there running. The media will try to villainize that person, whoever runs. 
but Trump has already the, the, what's what's happened to Trump has already been has already been done. It's already solidified. Now you got to have a whole new effort from the mainstream media to put the same thing they put on Trump on a new person. It's it's going to be more difficult to do that because the thing about Trump, Trump was in entertainment before all this um, all this politics stuff. He was never a politician, but if you put a career guy in there, it's been a he's been in, you know. He's been city council, mayor, governor, et cetera. You put him in there, it's going to be a, a smoother process, just like with Glenn Youngkin. They had nothing on Glenn Youngkin. You're talking about regular, plain, pocket protector type guy. What's, what you going to say about Glenn Youngkin? Nothing. You got to have a guy like that in there so it's more of an easy sell to the average normie. You guys in the chat, people like myself, we know what's going on. We know what's what and who's who, but the average normie just may not understand. So we can't just have a guy that we like. We got to have a guy that everybody's going to like to have him be able to win. Now, as far as 2020 election, I mean, I think what happened with that was the mail-in ballots. That that right there kind of killed it. So I can't really say to what extent the mail-in ballots caused. Like, I can't really say about the, the level of fraud that happened. Fraud always happens, but I can't say I can't say about the levels. I don't have the evidence in front of me. You know, I just I just don't have it, so I can't really speak on it. All right, let's get to some more calls. Let's go to nine four nine. You don't mind who am I speaking to? Yeah, this is Dan. How are you doing? I'm well. About yourself? Good, thank you. Hey, I just wanted to um, thanks for taking my call. Tell me your thoughts on, are, are, in your opinion, are we past the point of no return in terms of heading towards civil war because of liberals, the way they control the media, the way they control uh, Hollywood, they control everything to the point of even if you're right, they're just going to say you're a straight up liar and broadcast it time after time after time to the point where the people who are low information uh, voters don't know the right way to figure things out. So I'm concerned about that. I'm a military veteran. I'm also a Puerto Rican <laughs> from Jackson Heights, New York. And and I got to tell you, I'm just not happy about the way things are going because I served my country and I fought in Desert Storm and, and I hate to see my country go down the tubes. And I'll take your answer off the air, but thank you for your time. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. Now, Civil War, I don't think so. Because, again, you're talking about a military veteran, right? His mindset is different than the average person walking around. He has been trained to fight, to defend, to protect. But the average person, you're talking about we're, we're, eat, we're, we're eating bonbons on the couch watching Netflix or watching whatever kind of TV show you're more invested into the latest TV show or the latest movie or some kind of, you know, material object, a new iPhone rather than your civil liberties and things of that nature. So, and it, well, I'll put it to you like this because somebody's going to say, well, during the war, you're not going to have everybody that's fighting. I understand not everyone's going to fight, but I doubt we'll go down that, I, I, doubt, I doubt we'll do that. What I see happening is that certain states are going to, people are going to start to move. So what's happening right now with a lot of these rights being taken away, it's a state's issue. So California has an issue, obviously. They're losing population. Same thing with New York, Illinois. People are leaving. They're moving away. So what's going to end up happening is a lot of these states are going to become like magnets for more free people. And they're going to put laws on their books that protect themselves away from the tyranny of the federales or from other states. 
You see, so I think it'd be more of a political battle than a civil war. I don't see a civil war happening anytime soon. We're not quite at that level yet. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because, and the question would be, who's going to fight? What, Antifa? Against, against the, you know, like, veterans? Now, I know some guys in Antifa are veterans. Let's not get that twisted, but a lot of them aren't. I think there's more veterans on the opposite side that want freedom in a serious way rather than the BLM and Antifa. And also, here's another part of it. A lot of these people are being paid just to go out there and rabble rouse to get attention and to raise money, in my opinion. We saw the video of the Antifa U-Haul van being just like a, a clown car being empty, right? We saw that video. So it's like, is that organic or is that being paid for? What's going on? I tend to believe the latter is being paid for, for, for a particular political purpose, not just to be out there trying to fight and trying to engage in the battle. It's all about just being paid to get attention, to raise money. Black Lives Matter raised $10.6 billion, not million, but billion would it be, $10.6 billion U.S. dollars in six months of 2020 after, after uh, George Floyd died. And six months, $10.6 billion. Not just BLM, but BLM-affiliated type groups. Okay, you got a BLM, Greater Nassau County, random group, right? And you raise five hundred grand. That goes toward the pot. Some kind of social activist awareness group, you raise two hundred grand. It goes towards the pot. All these little groups, spinoff groups. One guy was a scammer, had a fake Facebook page of a BLM, of a random BLM group. He raised like $300,000. For not, he didn't even have a group. It was a total scam. A fa- he flipped a Facebook page for three hundred grand and got locked up for it because it was it was fraud. My point is that they are more interested in making money and getting paid to do certain things to raise money than they are really trying to fight. So if there was to be a battle, it wouldn't be any combatants. You know, on on one side. 860, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, wow. Hi, Anthony. It's Sonia. How are you doing? I'm well about yourself. All right. You know, I agree with you guys about the age factor for Trump. Um, had he won a consecutive term, then he'd be out of there before he got too old. But if he goes now in 2024, then he's kind of sort of in the same situation as Biden, although he's got more stamina and more mental power. I think that there are just too many people in there as it is in Congress too, and senators, et cetera, with some, you know, high age numbers there. And there should be some kind of uh, cap on that, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Because at a certain point, I mean, you can't necessarily always defeat your age. Trump's doing good right now. He looks good. He sounds good. But I mean, once you get to be 78, 79, 80, sometimes you, you won't be the same. And that's just, it is what it is. So if Trump were to yeah, run, if, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. If, if Trump were to run, it'd be 78 when he, when he started and 82 at the end of it. That's, that's kind of up there for a president, in my opinion. And I think to date, Biden has been the oldest, right? Um, I believe so. Either Biden yeah. or Biden or Reagan. My, not, it's, it's, it was Biden. I think Biden was even older than Reagan. Reagan was old. Yeah, and anything above 80 is just too much no matter who you are, except that I don't want Ron to run because I think they need him in Florida. But um, another thing, I hear that it's getting very expensive to move there. 
the people um, trying to buy homes because they, you know, want to escape the blue state hell, that uh, it's so expensive. And I'm just wondering, where are the sellers going? Because Florida's the place to be right now. And it's getting scary because, you know, I don't understand uh, how far we can get away with dodging all these mandates no matter where we live because um, we've done everything in our power to try to um, not have to take the jab. But it seems like it's coming down the pike, you know, for anybody on the East Coast anyway. And it's a bit scary. And I'm wondering, what am I missing? Because you hear people like Kaylee McEnany talking about how she's got the vaccine, but, you know, she's she's for choice and all that. So do they know something I don't? They're not concerned about it and they got it voluntarily. I'm a bit confused. Is it something we need to be worried about or not? When they kind of advocate for it a little bit, it makes me wonder. Um, maybe we're overreacting. So many conservatives have gotten the jab. Yeah, people, you know, they, they get it for their own reasons or maybe it was a job thing because, you know, at a certain point, some guys still work for jobs that require it and they may, they may live in a, um, in, in, a, in a blue place or have a blue employer or whatever the case may be. And it just happens, mm-hmm. you know, people sometimes get it just because they feel safe. I've talked to guys that are like that. It's like, well, I got it because I wanted to feel safe. I got a elderly grandparent or something like that. People sometimes get it. Mm. I mean, it's not my choice. It's not my decision. But, you know, not everyone's the same. People have their different opinions about things like this. Well, here's my thing, because I, you hear about people taking the black pill, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so that concept. If we're really going to, into a civil war, if this is about globalism, new world order, communism, you name it, schools are bad, we all got to homeschool, where's everybody getting the money? Because I find it so strange that people who could avoid the rules at the job or whatever it is you know, that may be forcing them and they're still living their life happy-go-lucky, because if that's where we're really going, uh, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but there's a lot of things pointing in that direction, then... Won't they catch us at every angle anyway? Like right now, it'll be the jobs forcing it. Then what's next? No medical insurance if you don't get the job? I mean, how are they going to get the people? Everybody is not self-employed. Everybody doesn't have money rolling in the bank. We're basically, you know, at the skin of our teeth right now just trying to avoid everything as much as we can. We don't go to restaurants if they have rules. You know, we do everything on our own. Um, We avoid places and things, but... I just feel like if it, if it really is going into communism and all that, won't, I mean, won't the other shoe drop eventually? I think I, I don't want to take that black pill, but. Well, huh. I think, I think it's, it, it's, it's about if, if we go down that road of communism, then at that point, I mean, what, what we're saying right now don't matter because it, I think mm-hmm. we, we, we would have pretty much jumped the proverbial shark. It'd be a wrap. But what we're trying to do right now mm-hmm is prevent that from happening. We got court cases. We still got a Supreme Court. We still have rule of law. You know, we still got checks mm-hmm. and balances. So we're trying to prevent that from happening. But if we go down the road of communism, then it's over. We become China, and we don't want to go have that happen because at that point, there's no more freedom in the world, in my opinion. And then I'll leave you with this. Omicron is so contagious. This variant is so deadly. And we have nurses singing at the White House, mask on, mask off, just, you know, Mouths open, songs in the air. I remember people couldn't sing in church, but uh, <laughs> it's so contagious, right? Right. So silly. I think I'd rather see the game end scores. There you go. Oh, that was torture. Okay, Bia. Well, maybe somebody will call in and lift my spirits because uh, this holiday has been a doozy because um, people close to me have to get that jab um, before the end of the year. 
I mean, uh, before they go back before the new year. Right. So it's like, get the jab or else. Ah, that's rough. All right. Yeah. All right. Have a good show. Nice talking to you. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's rough. But I think what's happening right now is that we have court cases going on. Supreme Court, like, it's going all the way to the big boys. And we got to get the Supreme Court on deck. That's why Trump was so important because you have three conservative Supreme Court justices where it could have been three liberals. If he had three liberals, it would have been a wrap. Now he's trying to pack the court and do all this goofy stuff to try and, you know, to try and um, overturn what Trump did, which if you can have that happen, all you got to do is have another conservative come in there as president and have a conservative government and reverse it. So it's just kind of dumb. Let's get to a few more here. 619 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's John from San Diego. All right, man. What's going on? Hey, I got a, yes, sir. Hey, I got a question about, I might fall under the category of institutional racism. I'm a big fan of law enforcement, but it pertains to uh, correctional facilities. Uh, my perception is that they encourage, promote, train people for to become racist and lead to segregation that, I mean, I feel as if, you know, someone gets lunch, they have to go sit down next to people who look like them. Otherwise, they get beat up by people who don't look like them and people who do look like them. So it seems like that's a terrible system. So are you saying that guys, like if they go to the penitentiary, they become racist because of that system they have going on? Right. Like I, I picture if I go to prison, I would have to immediately go to the white crowd and not because I like white people, but I, I don't want to get beat up by the white guys. I don't want to get beat up by non-white guys. So I think the government's failing to keep people protected and making people become or act racist for their own protection. Well, I mean, that could happen if... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just kind of back up a little bit. I think if you sit next to somebody that is of a different race, that's not, or, or of the same race, that's not necessarily racist because, I mean, we did that in school. I mean, like, it, it was kind of just a natural thing. Blacks sit with blacks, whites sit with whites. That was something we did in, in all throughout school, K through 12. I mean, we really, we really didn't see it as anything that was racist at the time. It wasn't even like that. It was just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of a natural thing. It's kind of hard to, kind of hard to explain. But um, if, if you're living in the area like where I lived, you had you didn't have a lot of race mixing in communities. You did, but not necessarily, not really. You had some areas that were 100% black, some that were 100% white, and some that were kind of mixed together. Like when I was a kid, I lived in a 100% black area, so I got to be in middle, so, so I got to be in high school, so I got to be about 14 years old. And then at that point, it was still about half, like 50% black, and then the rest like white, Puerto Rican, etc. So, I mean, it's just kind of a natural thing. Now, you do have racists in the penitentiary, but I think they were already that way before they got to the penitentiary. I mean, and also, if you're there and you actually did it, then, you know, protection is not necessarily what the government owes you. In my opinion, they just owe you um, to, to serve your sentence in a humane way. So it shouldn't be like you're in there with no running water and it's freezing, it's, it's zero degrees, and you're you freezing to death. As long as they give you a, a humane environment, that is pretty much all you got to do. It's dangerous because you're in jail. That's that's just part of it. But as far as the whole racism piece, that's not necessarily 
the sitting together ain't really that. That's not really a problem, in my opinion. All right. Yeah, I kind of have to disagree. I mean, so if I go to prison, I have the fact that I want to sit down next to you if I see you in there for whatever reason. I, like, And I can't because I'm afraid of getting attacked. I mean, that seems like a I can't support that system. I mean, no. but that's just but they see that thing about it is that's just a prisoner system that they have for themselves. That's not the prison itself doing that. So how are you going to govern that? Are you going to have a science seating in prison? Do you, do you understand how that sounds? Yeah, I, I think they need to enforce, uh, have zero tolerance for attacking people. If so, I, I think they could have an under, if an undercover cop is afraid to go and sit down in there, pretend like he's a new kid on the block, have him go sit down. And the moment someone goes and attacks him for not following the prison system of being racist, then, uh, acting like a racist then but, but how, how was that racist though? That. But, but how was it racist i don't understand how it's racist to sit next to somebody that's your own race uh it's well who doesn't sit their own race. give the protection to the person who wants to sit next to by themselves and if they don't i don't know i, I i'm i don't understand i don't get it it's not it's not racist you know race racism would be if you attack someone just because of their race and only because of their race but the thing about prison, you got to understand, from what I know, I've never been to the penitentiary, obviously, but from what I know, it's dangerous, obviously, and you got to have some kind of way to protect yourself, some kind of group you align yourself with, even if you're not necessarily a guy that's in a gang or nothing like that, to, to just kind of be freewheeling and doing whatever you want to do is not really tolerated. All you got to do is just abide by the politics and you'll be fine. Mind your business, sit where you got to sit. For the most part, you'll be okay. For the most part. But if you want to just do whatever you want to do and violate the, the prisoner's rules, now you got a problem. Why do that to yourself? What's the purpose? All right. All right. <laughs> thank you for the yeah. call, man. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. I don't understand that. It's like, look, if you go to if you go to prison and they say, hey, if you don't want to get beat up, don't sit right there. You see what I'm saying? Like, here, here's the racism. And I don't know. I feel like there's a bigger issue. If you're in prison, that's the issue. If you didn't kill somebody and you get locked up for 20 years, that's the actual problem, not the, not the racism. But anyway, if you go to prison and they say, hey, if you don't want any problems with the white guys, don't sit with them. Don't be over there and they'll leave you alone. What's the problem? Just do it. Why would you go to prison trying to reinvent the wheel? Now, if you mind your business and they attack you, that's a different story. But again, you're in prison. That's the that's the overwhelming that that's the actual problem. If you are free in the world, and let's say you sat down with some guys and they beat you up in like in high school, that's different. You can't be fighting and stuff like that in school. You, you get suspended, you get in trouble. But in prison, I mean, come on. Worry about keeping your life together and keeping your manhood together rather than stuff like that. All right. <laughs> Is he going to the penitentiary? I mean, he might, he might be on his way. You know, he might be trying to figure out, um, he might, might be trying to Google what to do when you go to jail. If you're doing that, then <laughs> it's pretty much a wrap for you already. Don't even worry about it. Just, you know, get, get a boyfriend. But anyway, 503 on the line, who am I speaking to? Yeah, can you hear me, Abiel? I hear you well. Hey, very good. Hey, Abiel, this is Dave up here in Oregon. And uh, 
I was listening to your program, listening to you from day one. And uh, just want to touch base with you on a couple of things. First thing is uh, not the original reason why I called, but that one caller you had talking about the segregation in prisons, et cetera, completely off my point here. But I can tell you from some experience uh, with family members that have worked for the facilities and also other family members that have been in the facilities that uh, it may not be an overt, you know, stated policy of any institution, but believe me, they do segregate by race and it's to control the, the inmate population. They, um, it's intentionally done, not unlike uh, maybe in some ways in society it's done, but you know, they try to, you know, pit one group against the next. And if you try to cross those lines, you know, it can, it can get very tricky. There's no doubt about it. Not that you cannot not do it. You know, certainly people do cross those lines in uh, in the prison setting, setting, but uh, believe me, it can be it can be very dangerous to do that as well. But I do believe it is an unofficial policy of a lot of institutions to pit the blacks against the whites and pit the Latinos against the, the whites or the blacks. It's 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 very much a, a matter of control. But I just wanted to mention to you also, well, I got you on the, on the line here, is that I'm also from West Virginia. I believe you mentioned that at one point uh, that you were from West Virginia. I think you said McDowell County, I believe. No, Canal. Canal. Was that? Canal. Oh, Canal County. Okay. Well, I grew up for a while in Mingo County down in southern West Virginia. Okay. And uh, I gra- graduated in 81. And, you know, back in, even in 81 in southern West Virginia, even though it goes against some of the stereotypes of the area, that, you know, we had interracial relationships back in the Matewan area, Williamson area, or the Tug River Valley area in the 1970s. And a lot of that can be traced to the unionization of the coal miners back in the early, early 1900s. Uh, you know, people got the, the workers got together and were able to see the, the power and strength at the time in coming together as workers, you know, regardless of your, regardless of your racial composition. A great movie, uh, I don't know if you ever saw it or not, is John Sells, S-A-Y-L-E-S, 1987. The movie is Mate One, M-A-T-E-W-A-N. And he kind of articulates that very well in that movie. Just so if you ever get a chance, I highly recommend it. Uh, I don't know if it made it to the you know, popular screens or not, but it certainly was, it certainly was a, an art film, if you want to and I put that in quotes. But it was kind of in that scene for a while. But it's Mate One, 1987, John Sells. He kind of speaks to a lot of that you know, way that the working people were able to sort of like uh, overcome the racial divisions of the area and uh, highly recommended movie. But uh, I just wanted to touch base with you on a couple of those things too. And with Trump, you know, definitely it's got to be an America first. It's got to be an America first candidate, regardless if it's Trump or DeSantis or whomever might want to step forward. And, you know, the media is going to come out, you know, and, and try to destroy whoever that is because the media, you know, that we have in this country, it's a globalist media. And they, they want to see this country destroyed from within. And one very efficient way of doing that is, you know, making sure that America is not first and we do not put our interests first. And, uh, you know, Trump was speaking directly to that and it resonated with the people. And uh, I really wish we could find someone, you know, that could step up and be strong. And I'm hoping DeSantis might do that. But I have to tell you, they're going to come after him. And they're going to, or whoever it is, they're going to come after them and just try to destroy them uh, because it runs against their globalist agenda. 
Right on. Absolutely. Well, I just wanted to touch base with the ABL and let you know that, uh, you know, we really support you out here, man, very much. And, and you keep, you know, speaking the truth that, that is yours. And, and I'll always be listening. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you, sir. All right. Shout out to the caller. Good call. Good call. Let's get to a few more. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get to it. All right, Tariq, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, ABL? It's all hey, good. Hey, man, just to talk about the Candace Owens interview and Trump. Um, you know what? People have to understand the people who are attacking Donald Trump. is You got to understand, like, this man was the, you know, the leader of a nation. So when COVID hit, you know, he's being hit by the media. He's being hit by, you know, COVID deaths on all sides. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to get up there and say, question the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. No. In his shoes, he's like, I need to get something out to stop this COVID from spreading because there are people who are losing. Like people were being told not to come to work, not being, you know, not getting paid. There were shutdowns. So, so what is Trump supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Of course, he's going to be pro-vaccine to come out with something. So, so that way he can also take credit for that. You know, his 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 Operation War Speed. But in and like also politically, running against the vaccine is just not good. I mean, I mean, it, it's good to run against the uh, mandates and, and say things like. And let me start saying jab. I'm sorry, man. So I don't want anything happening to your child. I'm gonna start saying jab. Um, it's good to, you know, run against the mat- mandates, but the jab? Nah, man. I mean, I, I just think they will eat them up politically. So, you know, and, 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 and like you said, Trump was always about this. You know, it kills me how people get shot. It just it just kills me. And a lot of people don't have any political strategy, you know. And sadly, you know, you got to be smart when you're dealing with the American public and the media. You know, you can't just always keep everything 100 percent real because the media will twist it and you'll and you'll end up losing elections. So that's just the one thing. And, you know, and the other thing about Trump and DeSantis, man, I I would rather Trump run and win than DeSantis, because the thing is, the thing I like about Trump is that he does call out the mainstream media. He talks crap about him. He pokes fun of him. You know, we, we can't have nobody. You know, Republicans just always being on the receiving end and not responding and being quiet about the mainstream media. The thing about Trump is Trump revolutionized his Twitter to to provide counter narratives. And also, I think if Trump runs, he can severely pop up alternative media, something to like I don't think Ron Sanders will do. Like conservatives, we got to look at the future. We can't look at the now. We got to make moves that is going to impact us 50 plus years. And sadly, we're going to have to do something about these big tech censoring companies. So if Trump can pop up an alternative media while president, that can have ripple effects for us. Then we can talk on different medias and we can have some real conversation, not have to, you know, I got to censor myself and say jab because I don't even know how YouTube's going to behave with that. So, no, I would truly want Trump to win because he upsets the status quo more. But he does need better staffing. Um, I think he had a lot of traitors in his party and, and under him. This is why a bunch of leaks were coming out. You know, he had a whistleblower coming out who didn't want to name, name, name themselves. And I don't know if you remember that New York Times article where they're like, we're here to stop Trump's agenda. How are all these staffers in your cabinet? You know, you're not hearing any of this going on in the Biden administration 
where you got traitors leaking very destructive things about you. But it, it happened too many times in the Trump administration, you know, people quitting his administration and then writing books about him. I think Trump needs to be more wiser. Don't have status quo politicians in your cabinet. Get people from the outside. Don't have Mike Pompeo choose, even though Mike, Mike Pompeo supported Trump. Mike Pompeo, is, he's still an establishment Republican. So Trump learns from that, learns from his mistakes, and gets some real people, grassroots people in his cabinet. I think he'll do good, man. And that's all I want to say. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. Right, take care. Great call. Great call from Tariq, as always. Get to a few more. Let's go. 910, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Pat Blanton. All righty. Um, can you turn the stream off in the background for me, please? Pardon? Can you turn the stream off in the background? It was a little bit of feedback. I did. Okay, thank you. How can we get on the ballot um, age limitations and how many times they can be in Senate and Congress? How long they can be there? Term limit. Um, that's a good question. I'm not really sure how to go about doing that. But that's a good thing that we need to have because people have been there for forever. I'm seeing some old clips of Nancy Pelosi. It's like, come on, how long are we going to be here? 30, 40, 50 years? I mean, look at Joe Biden. Been in office since the early 70s. It's way too long. You know, so I don't really know how to go about that, but that's definitely a thing that we need to look into getting accomplished. Well, I know when the uh, founding fathers put the wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and all that, they did not have the intention of making that a job career. That, that's correct. That was not, yeah, they were farmers. They had to go back to their crops. But when they went back to do their crops, they were with the people. Then they came back in the wintertime and did their business in town. Right. That was the intention. But I don't think it was meant to be a long-term career. Not at all. It, it was not meant to be that way because it's about, about serving the people. It wasn't about people serving us. I mean, pe- people serving them as far as their their career and being able to get kickbacks and doing backdoor deals. It shouldn't be that way. And I think a big part of it is how much they get paid. They, you got really big salaries and you got a lot of insider trading as far as the stock market. It's just unregulated as far as how they make money and how long they can stay in office. It's kind of like the Wild Wild West, unfortunately. And that's how Nancy Pelosi and her husband got to make all their, their millions. She told him things that were, you know, insider things that helped him do his business, and they both gained from it. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, a whole, it's a whole big game out there. Like, um, I forget, uh, Ilhan Omar and her, her, her new husband or boyfriend, whatever, Tim Minette. Tim Minette was also her, um, one of her chief contractors or consultants. And it was it was something yeah. that came out that says that seventy percent of her campaign money went to his consultation firm. So if they're married, and seventy percent of her money that she gets from a campaign goes to him, of course she's getting that money too. Although she shouldn't. That's part of the game that they play in DC. Yeah. The thing is, you know, she wants to push for Sharia law because she's an adulteress. She and her husband should be stoned to death, according to Sharia law. Well, hey, you know, people like that, they, they push whatever benefits them, but not all of it. They'll say, yeah. okay, I want Sharia law, but not that part. I don't want to do that part. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Yeah, so you can't have it both ways. 
Yeah. And, and you know, in a Muslim country, she counts for nothing because she's a female. Yeah. And she, you know, people don't realize that here in the States. And why was her father a war criminal? Why wasn't he held accountable? What did he do in Somalia that made him a war criminal? She grew up in the upper echelons. She lived, you know, behind stone walls and guarded, you know, gates and stuff. She had a chauffeur take her to school. She didn't suffer anything when she was over there. Only when they, her father was defeated and they had to leave, did she become a refugee. Right. So, and, and all her lying and, and manipulation to become a citizen, that should disqualify her right there. She should lose her citizenship, and she should be deported back to Somalia. <laughs> well, we, we, we can only we can only wish. Oh. So, well, I always watch you. I put I put you on uh, Facebook a couple of times. Okay. But we need more people with common sense out there. Oh, yeah. definitely. AOC, dumb as a bag of rocks. She came out of college dumber than when she went in. Yeah. And she shames her family in, in Puerto Rico. Going on there saying about her grandma and stuff. She just wanted pity. She was using her grandma. And that's a shame. Yeah. She used her family to get sympathy. How does she get voted back in? Hey, people don't really know. They don't really know everything. They just kind of vote Democrat and that's it. They keep on moving. That's dumb. And most of my family is Democrat, but, you know, I, I was raised military. Uh, I've lived all over the world. You know, I've seen what communism can do. I've seen what dictators can do. It's not a pretty sight. Yeah. And too many people suffer and too many people die. Right on. I agree with that. But thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. No, love y'all. Yeah. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And be safe and stay healthy. Thank you. Merry Christmas. All right, shout out to the caller. Let's get to a few more here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 646 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yes, uh, hi. Uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Anthony. This is Alex calling you from uh, New York City. Um, yeah, I've been fan of your show for a while. I was just wondering, uh, first time we saw you in Russia was uh, on the RT program yes hello yeah i'm here yeah yeah and i just wondered yeah i wondered uh why you never came to that uh, uh you, you i never saw you again on that show and um that's one of my questions and again i wanted to um side with you with when you said donald trump should uh, uh pay attention to people like uh dr shiva ayadore um who advised him on the election fraud uh, when the election fraud was going on, yeah, and um, yeah, you brought that you brought that up, and that just rang a, rang a bell to me. So um, I totally agree with you. I think he's been surrounded with the with the wrong advices. Number one, and secondly, I am just asking a question about how come he said he was going to prosecute Hillary Clinton. He ran on the fact that he will you know make sure she goes to jail, this and that. And then at the end of the day, what did he do? He says, oh, I don't want to hurt her family and all that. So 
I just think, you know, like uh, Dr. Shiva said, it's a bird with two wings, you know, with the Democrats and Republicans, and they're just putting on a show for us. That's the way I see it. Okay, now as far as the first question, I mean, I go on RT occasionally. I'm not always on there, but I've been on there quite a bit. I may go on there again whenever they call me up, but I don't I don't go on there every day. And as far as uh, yeah. Trump, yeah, now as far as Trump, um, one thing about people that, run for office and, and win or just try to run for office in general, sometimes they make promises they don't always deliver on. That's like a common thing. So he may want yeah. to um, get Hillary Clinton locked up, but he might not be able to. So that's a promise he can't keep. Sometimes that happens with any politician that goes into office. I don't think there's been one guy that ran for office that said he's going to do um, a, a series of things and he accomplished 100% of those things. Yes, I, I understand. But at the same time, I saw pictures of uh, Donald Trump with Epstein, Donald Trump with Bill Clinton. And you see, it's like you just see the same people that they speak about, you know, that, you know, the swamp, draining the swamp and everything. How could you drain the swamp if if you're part of the swamp? I mean, Trump gets most of his money from, uh, you know, to finance his projects, especially in New York City, from the Swamps Bank. You know, where does he get his loans from? I mean, I'm a, I'm a union iron worker, and I remember Local 40, when we put up his buildings, he's always behind on the, on the uh, what do you call it, on the benefits. And he just moves from one project to the other, and it's like, sue me, you know, most of the time. I mean, so, so what, so what bank, a, so wait, 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 so what bank does he go to to get his yeah. loans? Excuse me? No, what? but I'm saying. No, 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 wait, 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 hold on, wait, 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 let's, let's pause for a minute. Yes. So what bank does he go to to get his loans? You said the Swamps Bank. What's, what's this bank you're talking about? I'm not talking about a specific bank, but I'm saying that. So if you, if you don't know, if you, if you don't know what the bank is, how can you say what the bank is? How can you say it's a Swamp Bank if you don't know what the bank is? No, what I mean, what I mean, most, most of the banking system here, you cannot, you cannot just go and get a bank like that without being, I get a loan, loans that he was getting. I mean, he was basically bailed out by the by the banks when he was. Uh, you remember when he, he filed for bankruptcy? I forgot the name of uh, the gentleman he, that bailed him out. But I mean, you just you could not go against the establishment because they run the whole banking system. That's what I'm trying to say here. Because you're saying about dr draining the swamp. I mean, the bankers are in control, and everybody knows this. So there's no there's no way you could dra drain the swamp without you know. The bank is the bank is run everything. So okay, here's a question. So what what should he do instead? If the bankers control everything, what's he gonna do? Well, I understand he cannot do much, but I mean we all think that okay, for instance, most of my friends think okay, Trump will do this, Trump will do that, but I'm saying he still needs the banks to borrow his money for his projects, his build his the buildings he was putting up and everything. So it basically it's like you cannot really go against uh, the establishment. That's but he, but he, but he did, say. but he did do that. Now, if if that was the case, if he could just, if he couldn't go against the establishment, then what was the point of both sides of the political aisle coming against him, impeaching him twice, slandering his name, trying to do everything in their power to get him out of office? If he's just controlled by the banks and the establishment, why do all that? He was, he, I mean, no, if, it, if he if he was controlled by them and he couldn't do anything, then just leave him alone, right? Yeah, but the whole thing, yeah, I remember they did not give him no no media. They took him off Twitter and all that. But, I mean, yeah, he, he his mistake was he should have made his own channel from the beginning. I don't know how difficult it is, but with his finances, that was possible. 
I mean, the thing, the thing, the thing about the thing about wait, wait, wait. Like, let's let's pause. So the thing about having, like, he has he's he's always had a website. But see, the thing about social media, you can't just create your own social media and have everybody go to it. That's not how it works. People on social media, and you're there as well. You're trying to get to the biggest audience. Like, let's say for example, Madison Square Garden in New York City is filled to the top every night with people in there for one particular reason or another. You can't just say, oh, I can't get in the garden. I'm going to go over here in my basement and create my own Madison Square Garden. It's not how it works. You already have the audience. You have the venue. You need to be there to be able to get as much as heard. You, get, you need to be in the biggest platforms possible. That's how it goes. You yeah. can't just make your own and have that be the same thing as the other ones. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. You make you make you make a lot of sense here. But at the same time, do you think uh, Donald Trump is actually going to run again for the for re-election? I don't know. I think it's a toss-up, fifty-fifty. He could run. He may not run. I don't think it would be a good thing for him to run necessarily because um, he's he's up there in age. And I think if he ran, I, I think that he probably does not want to run. He probably wants to go out there and help people succeed, but not necessarily run himself. And if he if he did run and he became the nominee, I vote for him still. But I think that he should be the kingmaker rather than trying to be the, the candidate again at seventy eight years old. And uh, I, I like I like to uh, bring up another thing. Um, a lot of people think uh, all blacks in America vote only Democrat, but with this election, I noticed a lot of uh, black people changed their minds and they they voted Republican, especially Trump, of course, and. Uh, they're moving away from the Democratic uh, Party, and there's a reason for that because it's just it's just been they've been voting blindly, you know. Just I asked somebody why you why would you vote for Hillary Clinton? Well, I'm a Democrat, and I mean that's kind of blindly just following this Democratic Party, which which I think has been not 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 fulfilling, especially to the minority uh, the minority community, you know. Yeah, I mean, people are starting to see the light. It's not necessarily a mass exodus as of yet, but hopefully it will be pretty soon. But thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Yes, thank you very much, Anthony. Thank you. All right, good call. Shout out to him. Now, we still kind of got like a big percentage voting for the Democratic Party. It's a change soon, though. All righty, call in the line. I'm speaking to 937. The minority. Is it ALB? Hey, what's going on? You you live right now. What's happening? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to uh, thank you for uh, what you guys do. And uh, I, I approve everything that you say. You, you're a great guy, man. I don't, I can't believe the, the words that come out of your mouth. I'm a, I'm a 60-year-old man, and... I appreciate seeing uh, a younger generation talk up and you have a, a great uh, understanding and mindset. I appreciate it. And your videos are great. I really do uh, find, uh, find your videos soothing <laughs> at what? times when I, I get uh, really depressed. Well, I thank you for that. I'm glad I could help you, you know, just kind of, you know, get through your everyday grind and whatnot. You know, I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Yeah. But 
like I said, I appreciate what you guys do, and uh, I know you uh, you associated with um, uh, uh, turn uh, the cop uh, Brandon Tatum. Oh, what's that? Brandon Tatum. Yeah, that's it. And uh, I, I'm sorry if I uh, interrupting you. Uh, your cast and so forth. Oh, no, it's all good, man. You know, I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, and thank you for what you do. And like I said, you got a great mindset. And thank you very much for what you do on the uh, on your cast. All right, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. You know, if you've been drinking a little bit, just, you know, go late, late you know, just... Just chill out. Just watch the show. It'll be all right. All right. Let's get to a few more. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's do. All right. Y'all hang tight. 513, you don't mind. Who am I speaking to? Hi. Um, my name's Jennifer. I'm calling out of Cincinnati. And I just wanted to touch on Donald Trump for a minute. Okay. One. Okay. Sorry. There's like a pause. It's Are you good? It's really, really Go quiet on the other end. I don't hear you breathing or anything. Okay, so <laughs> I almost feel like the country doesn't deserve Donald Trump to run again because of all this complaining and whining and Donald Trump needs to fix my potholes in my road. I just feel like at this point, it would almost be lose-lose for him if he ran again. So what do you mean? Like if he was to – like he can't please everybody? Like there's no winning? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of people, you know, and I would say I'm a Trump conservative. Um, I'm in my 40s. I'm Gen X. Um, like, I'm pro-choice, which somehow automatically makes me a Democrat in a lot of Republicans' eyes. Um, I don't know. I just think that we need to start taking more responsibility on a local level. And not expecting so much from the president. Am I off base with that? Nah, I agree as far as, you know, local voting 100% because that's what really matters the most. And like your, your everyday life, how things are, is dominated by local. Prime example of what's happening right now with California. They're losing people and an, an accelerated rate. They're, they're losing house reps. Population is going away. Like, they're, they're pretty much a failing state in many ways, in certain ways, I should say. And they're coming all over. The, they, they're going to Tennessee. They're going to Florida, Texas, Arizona, everywhere, Colorado, New Mexico, because of the policies locally, not because of mm-hmm. the president. It's because of local policies. Okay. And that goes into white flight. And what the lady earlier was saying is we can't just keep running away from mandates. You know, it's like I get, I get so annoyed when people just, well, homeschool, homeschool. Well, you should have known when you had kids. Well, maybe a lot of people wouldn't have had kids if they knew they were going to have to homeschool. Well, yeah, I understand that. But it's like there are certain things that are happening and you got to be able to respond. So it's like, what can, what's the response? It's like, all right, we want to be able to have some 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 voting happen. But if you're living in a place like, let's say, for example, California, you pretty much screwed because the voting is not really going to help you in California, not as far as the entire state, 
because of Los Angeles and California. And um, the, the school system is crazy. If you send them there, it might come back trans. So what else are you going to do? You can leave California, go somewhere else. If you have enough money to be able to move or get another job somewhere else or do homeschool, something, you got to do something. You can't just is let it, it go in. Is it uh, as much of a state-to-state thing or more of like a county-to-county thing? Like here in Ohio, I mean, we're supposedly red, but really, I mean, if you look at our policies and the mandates and, like, everyone is talking about the police, but nobody's talking about, like, the behavior health um, policies governors are putting in where if you have um, postpartum depression, you know, now you're lumped in with addicts and autism. Now, I think um, what you said about is it kind of the kind of state to state, I think it's more about state to state as far as bigger differences, but it could definitely be a county thing for sure. Definitely a, a region, just like, you know, for Virginia where I know, you know, where I grew up, if you're living in Northern Virginia, it's an entirely different place politically, socially, everything. Uh-huh. Then like, right. if you go way out far west, like up in the mountains, it's a whole different world. So I think it does matter the 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 region in your state, the, the city, the, the county, but also the state. Because here's another example about Virginia. Now, there's one town on the border of Virginia and Tennessee called Bristol. There's a Tennessee Bristol and the Virginia Bristol. Now, the Virginia Bristol went bankrupt. The Tennessee one did not go bankrupt because of the policies of the state. It's the same city. It's only a, it's a, it's a mm. borderline between them, but the policy of one state was different than the other one. So that's, that is, is really important about your state politics. Well, when you grow up on state lines, like if I go 15 minutes south, I'm in Kentucky. If I go 15 minutes east, I'm in Indiana. Yeah. So totally different than living where you got to drive four hours to get to the edge. But I just wish more people would stop asking for permission to do something. You know, like you got parents out here that are crying after the fact of they masked their kid. Like, why are we supporting that? Like you did it. You didn't stand up to them. You did it. You don't deserve pity. You did it. Why aren't we supporting the ones that, haven't given in. Yeah, I understand. You know, and then like with the shots, do you think it's possible that it's really just about liquidating money? Like why all of a sudden are like, I mean, my county and my city has like hundreds of millions of dollars on top of hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, isn't this maybe like a time to like audit every single agency and nonprofit um, I, I think so, but there must also be some accountability because you can do the audit all you want to, but then what, what's the, what's the next step? You know, is it going to be in the county council? Thing. Yeah. So who's holding them accountable? Like county commissioners, who are they accountable to? Hey, you know, that's, that's going to be a board. question for your local, you know, for your local people really. And like a school board, who do they answer to? A, a great question. It really is. Mm-hmm. And when you call the state to complain, you know who they send you to? The ACLU. Uh, like, the state has created some... We have nonprofits that have sued states, which I think they're in bed together. They sue states into putting in policies that prevent 
um, services from being provided, right? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand. So if we make it impossible to access these services, all these government agencies are sitting on a lot of money. Right. And if we just look local instead of wishing for Trump to come fix our our personal problems and stop trying to run away, I mean, we can't, I don't know. I don't know. I guess move away for a better job, yeah, but running away? I don't know. I just think it's kind of cowardly. I understand, but thank, but thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. All right, thanks you too. You have a Merry Christmas. And say now, Merry Christmas. Lot, just lots to think about, you know. Yeah, that's definitely the new year. So, right. Thank good you. night. All right. Shout out to the caller. Good call. You know, definitely be involved in your local politics for sure. You voting for the president? That's great, but your local politics is where things matter. Because look at California right now. You can't pay me cash money to live out there. I will, I, I refuse to go to California. California, as they say. If you already called once tonight, I can only take one call per night, so please don't call again tonight. You can call again the next time. We'll do it that way. Look us to the next call here. 404 don't line. Who am I speaking to? 404, hello. I cannot hear you. Going once. Hello? Hello! Merry Christmas, Aunt Finally got back on the line with you, Anthony. All right. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, so what happened? You, get, you Did you get locked up or something? You were, you were gone for a while. Yes, Anthony. I was locked up. I went up there and I was protesting, Anthony. I was protesting. They wouldn't let me out. But it's okay, Anthony. I'm back and I am ready to be with my people, Anthony. I'm just so happy. And just Merry Christmas, Anthony. How you been, Anthony? Oh, it's been all right. I can't complain too much. Everything's all right. That is good, Anthony. A lot of things that happen because I ain't seen you in a month of Sundays, Anthony. Because I didn't heard about this little boy up here in Wisconsin that been shot and folks, Anthony. I ain't even get a chance to discuss it with Hey, he beat that case, self-defense, all day long. Whatever, Anthony. I guess the AI-15 didn't fit, so they just had to quit, Anthony. <laughs> that, that's right. There you go. But anywho, anyway, Anthony, I just don't know what to say. It's just all this stuff is going on. And your man, you know he bought this stuff on us. Your man, that red, that orange man, Anthony. What, what, what did Trump do? He did a lot. It's his fault that all these people just hating each other. And then that other crazy man, he's just going to take his car and just run up to them people at the parade. That was just wrong, Anthony. Why would he do that, Anthony? Hey, that, 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 he, was, he was crazy and wanted to hurt people. That's what, what happened. So he need to go to the penitentiary for a long time. He must have been a Republican, Anthony. No, that's not how we do. We don't do stuff like that. That's somebody on the other side. And crazy is all get out as well. Mm. Well, I don't know, Anthony. I, I had to take a look at that case again, Anthony. I don't know. He just, that really just hurt my feelings for him to do something like that to hurt some people, Anthony. Yeah, it was crazy. It really was. Mm-hmm. And then you got your other little friend down there, Anthony. The one down there in Texas. 
Um, who you talking about? You know my friend Beto. He said he gonna take all y'all guns away. Hopefully, I hope he do everything. I said good luck with that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Ain't gonna be. You ain't taking my guns. It, it ain't gonna happen. So I say good luck. Well, he running for governor, Anthony. So how you gonna stop him? Hey, he not gonna get. He first of all, I don't live in Texas. But number two, um, he won't win that election. He's gonna lose in a pretty drastic way, in my opinion. I don't care, Anthony. I just got out the Navy anyway, so, you know, I'm back in Georgia. So we just trying to make sure that y'all don't come back and win the state of Georgia, Anthony, the peach state, so we can keep the peach state blue. <laughs> uh, y'all going to be red because your, your man Biden messing up, so they're going to be red. Mm-hmm, Anthony, it's just crazy down here in Atlanta because Buckhead just want to become their own little city, Anthony. I don't know what this supposed to be, Anthony. They just want to break out. They talking about some crime habit. It's high all over the place, Anthony. I mean, but come on, though. Y'all going to Buckhead. Y'all going to Lennox Mall shooting it up. You got to wear a bulletproof vest to go to the Gucci store in Lennox. No, thank you. Take it, that. Take, take that stuff. Me, Anthony. Take take that stuff back across the back back to the to the west side. Back to the east side. Excuse <laughs> me, Anthony. I'm from Southwest Atlanta. Too strong, Anthony. Oh man, I say you got to go back there with that. Don't don't go to the bucket with that. Whatever, Anthony. They gonna come out. They gonna become their own little city, but it is not gonna happen because Atlanta will always be Atlanta, Anthony. I just hate Keisha didn't run for a second term, Anthony. Now you're glad she didn't because she won't no good mayor or or uh, uh what's it what's the name Kasim all these they they all bad mayors get them out of here. Excuse me, Anthony. <laughs> Kasim, how you gonna Reed? talk about a black woman like that, Anthony? Don't you know she is God, Anthony? I can't tell. <laughs> Whatever, Anthony. And I I just want to know, Anthony, did you know this other little man named David Carroll, Anthony? Yeah, yeah, I know about David Carroll. Uh, yeah, he died. Rest in peace, David Carroll, on YouTube. Well, I don't know about all that. I heard some <laughs> of the things he said, but anywho, it's a shame he passed, but it is what it is, but anywho. But, Anthony, I ain't want to keep you on the line too long. I just wanted to call and say hello and wish y'all you and everybody in your new family, because I heard you got married, but you could have invited me to the wedding, Anthony. I know you've been inviting me to the wedding, and I'm really mad about it because you could have invited the LGBTQ, ABC, DEFG, AERU, and all the times wide community to the wedding, Anthony. Uh, no, nah, I, can't, I can't do that, you know, because you, you was in jail, so you couldn't come no way. Whatever, Anthony. But Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you and your wife, Anthony. Uh, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Bye, Anthony. All right. So there you get your, your comment relief for tonight. I know, I know you guys that have been, have been here for a while wanted to hear the, the comedy. That's what that was. I still don't know who that is. That's somebody I know or that knows me that's that's playing. I still don't know who that is. So shout out to you for your dedication to being, a, a, you know, like a, a troll. Let's get to some more here. Let's go to 678. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Jamie. All right, what's going on? Uh, pretty, pretty good. Um, I live here in Marietta, Georgia. I heard the. Are I'm not lost with you? No, you you good to go? Go ahead. Um. Well, um, I live here in Marietta, Georgia, and um, and so I just wanted to talk about the Trump thing. 
Um, so I am very, everybody stereotypes me. Um, I'm probably the only, um, 36 year old, uh, lesbian, which I don't identify as a lesbian because everybody like, uh, I've been shunned, banned. I've been banned from Facebook. I've been, you know, pretty much shunned from everybody. I've lost a lot of friends. Um, and everything from being a Trump supporter. And, and I went on his policies more than, you know, everybody pushes you to be a Democrat, especially here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just want to, I think the mega movement, I don't think, you remember, I don't know if you watched the Candace Owens thing on when she was on Revolt TV, but um, I saw the part where she was, you know, T.I. was on there and Killer Mike and Kenneth Owens and um, and how T.I. was kind of like uh, basically trying to embarrass her. And um, he said, well, what's Make America Great Again about? I think the Make America Great Again was he was speaking like in futuristic terms, like because um, if you see everything that's going on right now, like everything's starting to come out like um you know, uh, uh, you know, no, I don't think any politician can solve racism. No politician can solve uh, gun violence. No politician. It ha- I think we all have to work out our problems on our own. And I think that's what makes America great again. And I saw this one thing on a Trump video a while back, and it was talking about uh, for one, for one nation, uh, what was it? Uh, in order for uh, a nation to rise, one must fall. So I think since Trump got in there for four years, um, and then now I think it was best that he left. Um, or I, I think I mean I hate that he and I don't, I, I can speak for for everybody that's Trump supporters. I think it's best that he had left, you know, at that four years, and then and someone and a Democrat got in because if you look at the military had uh, pulled out, um, and you know everything that's going on right now um, with the uh, what's what's going on with Biden. Biden don't have nothing else to offer, you know. It like, you know, he, he, he what is he going to do? Everybody's, I don't know. Anyways, with the Kim Potter thing, um, I feel like, and everybody's asking about the Alec Baldwin uh, thing, like if, if she got a, like she called out Taser, 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 you know, um, and she couldn't get away with, you know, what she did. She didn't mean to do that. Why is Alec Baldwin, um, you know, not getting in trouble? And why is it taking so long for him? Like, Kim Potter trial was, like, instant. And Alec Baldwin case is, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, because obviously Kim Potter was a police officer and should have been trained, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it, it's a whole different situation. Uh, the the thing with Alec Baldwin, he's saying, hey, I didn't know that the weapon was live. I didn't know that it had a real live am- piece of ammunition in it. So I didn't know it was an accident. It was a mistake. So we'll see how that whole thing goes. But, you know, that 
as far as Kim Potter, there's already been an investigation period, gathering evidence, there's been a trial and a conviction. Now, as far as Alec Baldwin, it, this could go a different way. We don't know. As of right now, it, it, it appears like it's going to get off. That's what it appears like. But I can't necessarily predict the yeah. future. But, you know, it was different circumstances, really. Circumstances were much different. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was just, I had a lot to say about, I have a lot to say, say about everything, you know. Um, but um, I'm sorry that, you know, it was a lot. Oh, it's all good. Well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. I like your show, Anthony. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right. Shout out to her coming from Marietta. You know, down down in the A. Shout out to all of all you guys in Georgia. I go to Atlanta all the time because I travel. And I tell you what, though, like I like I always say, I'm not going to no gas stations within the perimeter. No, sir. If I go to a perimeter, if I go to a, any gas station inside the perimeter, like if I go to a gas station in East Point, I got on a bulletproof vest. I got on the whole Kevlar helmet. I'm I'm military style dressed in the East Point at a gas station. I know when I pulled up when I had left Georgia. Or Atlanta, I, w- I was in East Point and I left where I was at and I was going back home. It was a dude posted up right, right in front of the store, just like ready for me. Like, yo, come in here, Charlotte, if you want to, Charlotte. I'm like, I'm cool. I'm going to go to Marietta or like Calhoun somewhere to stop before I stop right here at this sketchy little gas station. I refuse. Let's go to the next one. Let's go 412. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Um, Sonny. All righty, what's going on? I called before. All right, I want to um, tell you my opinion. I'm going to make it short and sweet. I'm with, like, the Let's Go Brandon crowd, but now I'm starting to feel sorry for him. I think we need to say, let's save Brandon. Like, if it, this is my point. That poor old guy, I, I can't even hate on him, honestly, anymore. <laughs> when I watched that call on NBC, that man, that's elder abuse. I feel sorry. For, I feel more sorry for him than I have any other president. And I don't, because I hate, I mean, is, is our deep state so evil that they take an old man down like that with America? Like, I, 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 I don't get it, but that's it. God bless. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Great call. Short and sweet, straight to the point. But I agree, though. I mean, I understand what you're coming from, because it's like, like, come on. Like, this, this guy, this guy looks terrible out there. It really does. And at a certain point, it's like, do we, do we not feel sorry for the guy? I mean, just like aside from politics. I mean, come on. This guy got two feet in, right? I don't know. But I, I'll, I'll move on to the next one. Let's go to 304 online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Jeff. All right. Good night. I'm all right. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good. I just thought I'd call in and listen to some people, what they was having to say. Uh, you got a lot of people on here, man. It's, you know, they have a lot of different ideas and questions, you know, like your one caller was talking about uh, term limits and different things. Listen, what we need to do, man, instead of three years out saying, well, I'm going to vote for Trump if he's the guy, we need to think about other things in the conservative community that we might want on the ticket and uh, go from there. Say, hey, if we want term limits, we need to say, instead of Trump's, we need to say, who's the candidate that's going to go for that? And, you know, other kind of things, you know, any other ideas we have, you know, I mean, just let's not give our vote away three years out. I mean, that's like predicting the Super Bowl during the preseason. 
Yeah, I mean, I understand that. It makes a lot of sense. You know, you don't want to just do things for no reason, have a strategy, have things that you actually want, and, and go for it. It makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, you know, the first, the second amendment, listen, man, that's President 101. If I think at all that you're not for that, I'm not even there with you. But, you know, like, what other ideas are you going to have to make this country better? I mean, you know, and as far as for all these people who are, you know, talking about feeling judged in public because of the vaccine mandate. What about that, it? You know, that just, I was going to, I was just making sure I was still on there. Oh, you it's kind of rainy here in West, it's kind of rainy here in West Virginia tonight. It ain't the Obama phone thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, listen, don't let it worry you in public. Don't let your personal decision worry you in public. And if you don't want those kind of mandates in your state, when elections come up, you need to say, hey, I am not going to vote for you if you were for this. And, you know, that's what you're going to have to do. We're going to have to start saying instead of, hey, this is my guy. We're going to have to say, no, this idea is what I'm going to support, no matter who the guy or the gal is. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. That's why I was saying, you know, it doesn't really matter who you put in there to be the conservative that, that runs, as long as they have our ideals, as long as they're going to do what we want them to do. That's the most important thing. That's that's the key. Yeah, and but but my point is that we also listen. We have to decide on this side what else is important to us because yeah, listen, they know from a basic standpoint what's important to us, you know. But uh, so what else new now that do we want them to fight for? And I think term limits is a really good one. Uh, so if anybody else there, you know, hey man, throw something out there because we need to start getting some ideas. We got three years out for president on this. Exactly. Right on. But, uh, hey, man, as far as your 32-second video on uh, the Let's Go Brandon thing, uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with the last caller. It is getting kind of mean and all, but let me tell you something. I had to watch that video like 25 times. <laughs> I'm gonna try, and I'm going to keep hitting that 32-second video up, try to push it up to the top of the algorithm, you know? <laughs> so, but, uh, hey, man, I hope everybody had a good Christmas. Did you get anything good for Christmas? Uh, I, got, I got a few little things. So, you know, I got a, got a pretty good Christmas. It's all good. I'm in West Virginia. Didn't even get a lump of coal. <laughs> you, you, could, you could at least get that. I mean, come on. They got, they got that everywhere. That's it. Uh, but I'll tell you what, you know, I'll say this and then I'll get off here. You know, I think everybody, as far as the vaccine thing goes, they sold out kind of early. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're giving away beer. They're giving away lottery tickets. Uh, I mean, like, so, so here I am now. I haven't got the vaccine. And I'm just waiting for them to ask, what do you want for that vaccine? So I'll tell you, if they want me to get the vaccine, I'll tell you what they need to do. Get doctor, get a special prosecutor out there and put Dr. Fauci on trial for his role in this. And if you do that for me, I will go on CNN Live with Don Lemon and take 32 COVID shots to the stomach. <laughs> Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you later, Abdel. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. All righty, West Virginia. Shout out to Dub V. Dub V, West Virginia. Let's get to some more here. And let's do. Hold on. All right. 773, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill. Merry Christmas. Same to you, man. Merry Christmas. <clears throat> okay. Well, hey, Bill. This happened a few days ago, but have you read or come across any of her article from Daily Pundit about 
about the who director admitting on life by microphone that they're purposely killing killing children with the jab. I've not heard that. Well, if you do do check look at the Gateway Pundit article as well as the video within the link because it's pretty pretty disturbing and from last year I actually really did not trust trust that man man when he made that shifty interview even at most parts defending China for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And at at this point I still don't trust trust him and or any of the outside organizations because they're purposely purposely trying to do do experiments on us and keeping us away from actually having a normal functioning life. And before for the Christmas holidays begin, you know you know who actually told told everybody to kind of stay stay indoors and wear masks even around the dinner table. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I've pretty much just been raising a little bit of a cussing spit about it every single time I see that man, man, or hear about him. Because lately, lately, I'm actually kind of asking myself, when's the world going to get finally fed up with this whole thing and actually, actually make make their own stand for? For like a real revolution against this whole thing, because it's clear, clear to most people who are paying critical attention, doing enough research instead of listening to fake news, is that that this new variant is not as deadly as they claim to be, because it's coming from actual South Africans' own mouths that this new variant is not that deadly, and cannot fathom why the whole world is. <clears throat> running around with like a chick with its head cut open. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and pretty much in my state particular, there's been a whole bunch of ridiculous that's happening. <clears throat> same same type of story story, but both my governor and mayor are pretty much dead on corrupt and need to be gone. And I will say this to the black community, especially, please stop stop voting for these people just because of their skin color and gender. Both of them because you actually agree with their policies and they're actually going to be an effective leader for their job. And if I was in their in proper position, I would actually make a trade with them. The black community can have, have poopy diaper Joe, Joe Biden and the rest of us can actually, actually have Trump, Trump who's the real leader of this country. Right. <laughs> Remember when I kind of told you told you about making a trade trade with China for for all the ignorance we have? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I actually do think do you think that there should be a different kind of kind of trade trade in mind? Trade for every single same person in the state of California, and then and then give a whole bunch of money in exchange for them. <laughs> well, that that'd be something right there. That that'd be funny. That happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
Wait, I will, in this, but I will like to ask you her question personally. <clears throat> first off, first off, if you if you've seen that video of Joe Biden being creepy around a kid, kid whispering something in his ear, and Jill pulled him aside. Now I didn't. I didn't see her pull him aside. I've always seen him do some creepy stuff, but I've not seen her pull him aside. Yeah. Well, take a look at the article from the KB Pine. It was just a, yesterday at a children's hospital event. Ah. Uh, okay. 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 Merry Christmas and have have a good evening. Thank you for the call, man. Merry Christmas. All right. Shout out to my man, rapper ten thousand. Let's get to a few more here. The number to call 434-658-1220. I got a few more minutes. And to you all, Merry Christmas. Hope you had a, a, a great Christmas. Hopefully you enjoyed your family. Hopefully nobody got hit in the head with a um a, a, a bread loaf or nothing like that because of a bad political opinion. Hopefully no fruit pies and then flew around. Okay, let's get to another one. Let's go 215. You don't line. Who am I speaking to? Hello, ABL. Yes. All right. All right. So the call. So can you, you can clearly hear me, right? I just want to make sure. I hear you well. All right. Yeah. So um, I watched the video. I also seen the video with uh, Joe Biden um, saying, "Yeah, let's go, Brandon." I agree. I was honestly, I was just like, "Wow!" I did not think he would go. He went. He would fall for that. <laughs> but it just goes to show you that he's not. He's just not in touch. He's just. He's just not there. Like you were saying. Yeah, he he'll know what's going on. Like, you know, and, and it's just something that you can't really hide from. It's like where where is he? Where is he at? What does he do? Like, do they just put him out there for the camera and then throw him back in the basement until they need him again? Is that what's happening? I'm starting to think that's what's really going on because some rumors because it's he's just and after I saw that I was like, Wow. I thought by now he would have known what let's go Brandon means, but nope, he's just not he's not there at all. And his wife Seems like she fell for it too. Yeah, but pretty much. I've and I've also been seeing a lot of truckers not going until Ohio, and my because I thought one guy got sentenced to 110 years, even though like my thing is, it was kind of funny because right before you covered that story, I already watched the video right before you uploaded the video. You and Black Conservative Perspective. Yeah, I was already, I seen happen to stumble across the video, and I was watching. I was like, wow. I mean, 110 years, I understand he killed four people, but it wasn't intentional. The man was remorseful. Most, first of all, drunk drivers don't even get nowhere near that amount. Yeah, it's like, I mean, the, the whole thing was crazy. It was clearly an accident. He didn't, he wasn't drunk. He wasn't impaired. It was just an accident. Accidents happened. It was very tragic that you had four deaths, but 110 years for an accident, it was, it was nuts. The whole thing was crazy. So to have the people, to have the truckers, Boycotting, I'm not surprised. Yeah, because they feel like if they get into an accident, honestly, the only thing I would argue is that he's a bad truck driver. He probably should never be a truck driver ever again because, I mean, he could have, there's a lot of things that could have been avoided, but like you said, it wasn't intentional. 110 years, I mean, really. And they said most of the families have forgiven him. Right. Yeah, that's what I heard too. So... Honestly, this justice system, I I guess, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it half of the time. But also, so 
saw another video with another another city was being looted, and most of the people out there that were looting, all the cars they were driving, all nice fancy cars, BMWs, all that kind of stuff. So the whole theory of uh, black people, not only they're oppressed, but they're doing it for reparations, they're broke and all that. Now, there's just it's just lack of morals. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because you and most like you said most of these people they're coming from out of state too they're right. not coming from like they're, they're coming from out of state and it's just like an organized thing organized crime ring i wouldn't be surprised if they're doing it through social media and facebook instead of facebook uh deleting conservatives and trying to silence them they need to silence all the criminal organizations that's going on through their on their platforms that's correct absolutely 100 percent. because yeah. that that's a real thing that seems to kind of get ignored yeah, and I don't want to take up. I want to say this last thing. It's like one day it'd be crazy. If they got held accountable because something that gets brought to light. It's like okay, well, all these people were on your platform doing these criminal organizations, and you weren't, and you just you didn't know nothing about it. They should be held accountable for that too. That's right. That's what I feel like. Yeah. But all right. Thanks for taking my call, idea. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Merry Christmas. Have a good one. Thank you, man. Merry Christmas. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, but it's a, it's a whole lot of that going on. Like a lot of social media networks, you got criminal organizations coming together. That's how they were doing the um, that's how they were doing the uh, the smashing grabs in Los Angeles with the with stuff like TikTok and other social media platforms. They were kind of like decentralized, so you couldn't really if you catch one guy, you can't censor nobody else because you don't know him. You're just kind of getting together on social media, don't even know each other. All right, let's go. Eight zero one, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony. This is Utah. How you doing? I'm doing all right. About yourself? I'm doing well, thanks. I just wanted to say something short and sweet, and that is Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and Alex Jones was right. Have a good night. Thank you. All right, great call. Short and sweet, straight to the point. All right, let's go. Nine zero one, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Nine zero one, hello. Going once, going twice. Oh, I was too late. Like he, he, he at the at the last minute. <laughs> so, but yeah, if you're calling in, please have your ear to the phone because you can't sync to the stream. It's not going to work. So sorry about that, caller. It's not my fault. Blame the white man for that. All right. All right, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? Hello, hey, we have Stanley from London. How's it going? Oh, it's all right. How about yourself? Yeah, good, man. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I hope you've had a good one. Oh, thank you. Same to you. Merry Christmas. Cool, man. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the Trump uh, and Candice Owens interview. Um, yeah, I agree with you, man. I thought it was a pretty decent interview. I thought, um, I mean, I don't know what you expect from Trump on that whole vaccine topic. I mean... He's not really going to go Alex Jones on you, is he, really? Like, I mean, he has to be pretty kind of, you know, balanced on it. And um, so, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he could have really say... Again, I think it was just more of that, you know, the the whole forcing on people and the mandates. I think we can all agree that the vaccine's there for you. If you want to take it, take it. If not, then, okay, that's your freedom, right? I think we can all agree on that, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. That's the main thing. I think that's probably the viewpoint of most people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um, and I also agree with you on a thing about 
I don't think Trump should necessarily run again. I, I, again, I do think the age is an issue. And I think, why does it have to be him, though? I mean, I think, you know, why can't you pass the torch onto, a, onto someone else, someone who's, you know, younger, someone who has that fire in their belly and, you know, just ke and keep and keep pushing forward? I mean, I don't know why it has, has to be Trump, Trump, Trump all the time. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Trump, you know, but I don't know why it necessarily has to be him. You know what I mean? Right. I'm, I'm right there with you, you know, because even even if Trump were to win, you have a two term limit in the United States. So we have to move forward beyond Trump as far as being the president. So 78 years old, it might not be fair to expect him to run. You can have somebody else get in there and still get the movement going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, those four years probably felt like 50 years to him. I mean, considering the abuse he got, you know, what I mean, especially all from both sides. I mean, right. so I don't think it's yeah, I don't think it's fair for him to get get in there again and get that abuse again and go through all that again. Even though I don't necessarily think that it probably it probably doesn't bother him like it probably bother the average Joe, but still, I think it's time pass the torch. You know, what I mean, like I keep it moving. But uh, and as for um, Brandon, I mean that whole phone call prank call thing, wherever it was. Um, is it me or did Jill? She knew straight away, right? Isn't it? She knew. Uh, she she had to, I think I think she did I, I think that she knew that even if she didn't know exactly what was being said that she knew he probably shouldn't be saying it. Yeah, yeah. I feel I, I think she's probably explained to um, Biden a few times what it means, but I think he just keeps forgetting. Um, I mean, poor thing. I mean, and I understand people's perspective. Like you start to feel sorry for the man because, but you know what? I have no sympathy sympathy for him or that. Um, uh, party because I mean again you know you can give it and give it and give it but you can't take it I mean if you want to give it then then you, you need to expect to take it so I just think it's fair play man I think if all you're going to get is a is a catchphrase then I think you should con consider yourself lucky you know what I mean I can consider yourself that's all you're going to get and you know I mean it's not that bad luck very good point um but yeah I think that's all my, my yeah again that's just my thoughts on, on those topics man and uh yeah Hope everyone else has a good Christmas as well. And um, yeah, have, have a good one, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. Merry Christmas. All right. Take care, man. See ya. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up if you've not done so already. Also, uh, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. This will be available on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. Links for all that will be in the box. Oh, I forgot my sponsors today. I'm tripping because it's Christmas messed me up. Um, shout out to my website, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. I have all my articles on there for every video that I produce. So I have all my sources in the description section of the article. Also, go to ablmerch.com for all the hats, T-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more. ablmerch.com. A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H.com. Check it out. Also, go to PatriotPost.us, the best source of news and information anywhere on the Internet. Links for that will be in the description. Also, go to BHEDesigns.com. That is um, BHEDesigns, with an S, dot com for these beautiful handmade wooden flags that are right behind me. You can get ones just like those or one of your very own. Go to the links in the description box. Check it out. I got time for maybe one more call and then I'd be a wrap. And let's go to 712. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? It's Todd. All righty. What's going on? 
Hello? Yeah. What's going What's on? Up, baby? It's not too much. So anyway, I was wanting to talk about the uh how the fact that you guys are like BCP. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't you can't whoa, you can't curse. What's up? You can't curse on the stream. Oh, I wasn't cussing. I, I I may have misheard, but go ahead. No, I'm just saying, hell, uh, you know, I respect the fact that you and uh, BCP, Tatum, and all you guys um, are doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and, you know, I want to also uh, take a shout-out to Bryson Gray and uh, all them, you know, the music they're putting out. Appreciate it. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely. So anyway, um, appreciate ABL. Been watching you guys for a long time. Thank you for your call. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I misheard him. He said, I respect the fact I heard how the, uh, you know, that's what I heard in my mind. You know, because when I get a new number that I haven't seen before, I got, I got my finger on the trigger, ready to go to, you know, so I may have misheard. So sorry for that, caller, but thank you for your very kind words. I most certainly appreciate you. Yeah, I, I thought he cursed. I mean, maybe it's just me or somebody else may have thought the same thing. All right, I got time for maybe one more here. Okay, let's go. 336, you're on the line. I'm going to speak it to. Hey, how you doing? I'm well about yourself. I uh, appreciate being on the show. I think Trump should definitely run again. I don't care if he is 81 years old when he has to run. He still has way more sense than uh, Joe Biden. Now, but is it fair, though, because he might not want to run at that age, might just want to relax and chill. Is it fair to expect him to run? Yeah, I hope he runs. And uh, I hope DeSantis is going to be the uh, – so if anything does have it happen to Trump, uh, DeSantis will definitely be there. Well, yeah, you know, but I don't think I don't think anybody else can light the fire on the under America like uh, Trump can. Yeah, I, I think Trump is definitely um, a, a good person to have in there, but there's others that if yeah. if, he, if, he, if he doesn't run, we could still keep keep the party going. Oh yeah, I, I mean, if if he don't get in there, I'd love to see him back, but I just don't. He took somebody that was a Democrat. Then he's turned a lot of people that I know uh, uh, from Democrat to Republican. And uh, I think he done a great job. I, I think he didn't get enough uh, credit for things that he did do. You take peace in the Middle East. You take uh, just all kinds of things that he did. I can't think of everything all at once. But, uh, I mean, I love your show. You you put on a really good one. You're smart. And I'm your neighbor to the... Uh, to the south, I'm in North Carolina. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Les. All right. Shout out to the caller. But that'll be a wrap for me on the call. Thank you guys for being here. If you cannot get on a sorry, it's not my fault. Blame the white man. But I'll be back again live on Wednesday. And then, of course, Thursday of next week, I'll be live. And then I'll be live again next Saturday. And of course, I got videos all throughout the week, pre-recorded videos all throughout the week about whatever. Monday through Saturday, normally, I try to put out two a two a day. It depends on what I got going on. But yeah, 
Thank y'all for being here. Shout out to everybody that has called, has watched, that's shared, liked, super chatted, PayPal, cash out, whatever you've done. Thank you. Couldn't do it without y'all. Um, shout out to the mods. We had a few trolls that popped in the building. I guess they were bored. Uh, but, but thank y'all for getting the trolls up out of here. But that'll be a wrap. Um, I got super chats to read right here. And then I wrap it on up, put the buckling on top. But you guys are the best. All right. And again, have a rest of your Merry Christmas. You might got like an hour left if you're on the East Coast of Christmas, but enjoy it still. Okay. And um, let me go to the Super Chats here. Thank you to um, Datsloff who says, Iran created the virus. Um, <laughs> thank you to A. Cano who says, came in late. Merry Christmas, ABL Nation. Hope all and family are well. Thank you for that. That gets to Josh Foss who says, hey, ABL, have you seen the video of the white pastor washing the black boy's feet? I, I, that was gross. I saw that. I'm not going to play it either. Too too nasty. Anyway, this one takes the cake. Merry Christmas to you and your family and best wishes for 2022. Thank you for that. You know, like the pastor was trying to like wash his feet talking about, oh, we should do this because Christ all this. It's like, look, man, you ain't touching my feet, man. Like, like we, we in reality, okay? We talking about stories and whatnot okay but don't don't touch my feet boss all right you, you probably gonna film this and put it on some kind of nasty website don't do that you ain't touching my feet i'm sorry no nah, i'm if you, if you sit if you sit in the chair and let some do rubbing your feet it's like what are you doing do you have a is, is your foot broken are you getting physical therapy or what's going on but i digress please don't watch that video because it's going to make you go ahead and projectile vomit but i'll, I'll move right along Thank you to S4 who says, who is Ivan? Just a, another troll. Thank you to Andrew Rose for the donation. Thank you to Aaron Bethay who says, springboarding from the first caller, research genetic intelligence. Be careful of 23andMe, Ancestry.com, and the C19 test. Intelligence agencies will know more about you than you do since 2017. Thank you to Alicia who says, love your video. Thank you for that. Do you think the Democrats thought the Virginia election was a sure thing for them and so cheating wasn't necessary and that's why Republicans won so big? Nah, they're gonna if they're gonna cheat, they're gonna cheat regardless of what. They don't really, you know, I don't think they thought that they would lose, but I think they did whatever they could to win. Put it to you that way. Um, thank you to one six zero for the donation who says, I'll send a hundred dollar super chat if you take my call again for a quick follow up, call for six one nine. Hey, well, we're too late for that one. Sorry. Thank you to not a band account who says, if you do not have control of your own body, what does or doesn't go into it, then you are not a free man. Correct. Correct. Thank you to Luis who says, anyone remember popcorn balls for Christmas? Where are they? I guess that was a back East thing. I do remember that. I missed them. Do you have Christmas pig out favorites? Y'all talk about how healthy you eat and that's good. Make a confession. Come on. <laughs> well, I've already said that. Hey, Give me with a good honey bun, some kind of sugary snack. I'm good. Like, it's some cake down there. They're just trying to tell me to eat it. But, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, you know. But any kind of sweets. Like, if you got some sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie, um, banana pudding, anything like that, it's a wrap. Like, when I was a youngin', especially, I go to Grandma's house. And Grandma's house, they got food everywhere. They got this kitchen. It's a pretty nice-sized kitchen for a small house. But it's a nice-sized kitchen. You got a dining room table. Or a living room table, not living room, uh, a kitchen table that's filled up with food all over the whole surface. Every counter space in the kitchen is filled up with food. 
the washer and dryer, the little bar area we had in there filled. And I would go to the washer and dryer area all the time because that's where the sweets were at. I'll be over there camped out. If I can fit inside the dryer, I will hide in there so I can go ahead and pilfer them snacks when nobody looking. That was my thing is the, the, the pies and stuff like that. You know, give me, give me that. Hold, hold the gravy, hold all that savory stuff. Let me get a pumpkin pie. You understand? But I'll move on. Thank you to Hudson Jackson II, who says the establishment will treat DeSantis, any other poor America presidential candidate, the same way it treated Trump. Normies need to understand that. And RIP to James Brown, the godfather of soul. Thank you to Bob Russell Winchell, who says, I'm looking for a looting or stolen car company to invest in. <laughs> Heard any tips? These Those commodities are a hot ticket for the next three years. Thank you to S4 for being an ABL supporter for two for three months. Pardon me. Thank you to uh, Buffalo's windshield who says I got 50 bucks that says Joe Brandon is going through extensive hand squeeze retaining this Christmas morning. Uh, thank you to Bob K MIT who says, please quit flashing the white power sign when you spell out your website. It's triggering me. Just kidding. Oh, this right here to be. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the, you know, when, when you search for okay on the Google, uh, on, on your text, on your phone, That'll pop up, but they convinced people to think that's that meant white supremacy. They they really did that. And that, that all started from a Reddit, not Reddit, it started from a 4chan or something like that. Like literally a troll started that and then they picked up on it and believed it. To the point where they're saying it live on CNN. It's crazy. Thank you to Michael Guest who says, Does anyone want to shake Tubin's hand? No, I don't want to do that. Thank you to Coastin um Rousseau. Hopefully I can butcher your name, boss, who says Shout out to all the free thinkers and truth seekers. Discernment is crucial these days. Leave that cultist group think for the beta leftists. Merry Christmas, ABL, and to patriots worldwide. Right on, 100%. Thank you to Michael Guest who says, Merry Christmas to you, ABL, and your family. Thank you. Thank you to Idaho Hoosier who says, Blessings, peace, and love, and health, ABL. Thank you for that with the prayer emoji. I appreciate you. But that would be a wrap for me. Thank you all again for joining. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. Uh, I'll be back live again, of course, next week, same time, same place. Back live from Brandon Tatum's channel, of course, same time, same place. Thursday, 8.30 p.m. on his channel, on my channel, Wednesday and Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. But that'll be a wrap. And until next time, Merry Christmas. Y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.